0: Hey, welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced as all things should be. I'm your host, Max Mojer, here on a beautiful Saturday night. Hope you're doing well. Grateful you're here. Thanks for checking us out. You can check us out on Facebook, and Instagram, and Twitter, and theinfinitybros.com. I'm here with three other bros and a special guest today, so we're going to quick get through our bros so we can maximize our time with him. He's on a time crunch. We've never had a guest on a time crunch before. Isaac Edland. Isaac, how you doing? I'm doing great.
1: I'm excited to be here tonight, guys. I'm excited to talk about WandaVision again, I mean, this is the, I've, th- I love that this is a running uh, thing that we're just talking about WandaVision every single week now, I love it, it's the best.
0: Well, hold on to your butts, because it's going to be fucking Winter Soldier <laughs> here. Hold on to Phoenix, your butts. Dude, so chill out with that. Uh, Infinity Bro Zane, he's back from a long hiatus, Zane, how are you? I'm doing well,
2: I'm happy to be here, uh, glad you uh, invited
0: me back. Uh, Infinity Bro Mark, Mark, how you doing?
2: I'm doing great, uh...
3: Glad to be the people's infinity bro and more WandaVision conspiracy talked.
0: And we've talked about him last week and we plugged him at the beginning of the show. We have from the uh, power trip, KFAN 100.3, director of digital media at iHeartRadio. He writes for the Minnesota Vikings. He's the host of the Here and Now podcast and five-time initials majors winner. If you don't know what that is, just Google it. He's famous. AJ Monsoor AJ, how you doing, man? Hey, guys.
4: I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited to... I, we've been in quarantine for so long. I haven't had the opportunity. Typically my conversations on all things that are interesting to me happen at the water cooler at work. The water cooler at work right now is a six year old, a two year old and my wife who could all care less. So I'm excited to talk (laughs) about uh, some theories and some fun stuff and dive deep with you guys. Thanks for having me. You're a big Nintendo switch guy, AJ, right? Am I correct
0: on that? What are you playing right now since you've been quarantined?
4: Um, we, we've we been on a huge Mario kick. So the fun part about Nintendo and, and the reason I've, you know, I've always obviously clearly I'm judging here, but I'm looking at the uh, the screen cap on this Skype call. Uh, we're all about the same age and Nintendo was just the, the jam back in the day. That's what we grew up with. So I've always loved Nintendo. But what I love about it today is I have a six-year-old who's really getting into it. Um, he went to bed tonight before uh before bed we started detective pikachu um for the first time i hadn't seen it yet either um so we're about halfway through that he's really into pokemon um and we have been playing my goodness and blanking what's the mario game that just came out
0: oh man mario odyssey we've got is it the one with the hat it's the one with the hat isn't it the,
1: uh origami king
0: Oh, Origami King's great too. If it's Origami King, that game is amazing. It's a fantastic. I feel
1: game. like that just came out not too long ago. Oh, 3D World. Oh, yeah, 3D yeah, World, okay. Yes. That just came yes, out. Yes, yes,
4: yes. Um he's getting yes. really into that. So it's fun to fun to play with him, fun to watch him get through that. And uh, and he's getting really good at video games. So it's kind of a a fun future that we have to look forward to. Yeah, are you are you big on the
0: um uh Isaac, what's the Marvel game that you and I have have been diving uh, into? Marvel
1: Ultimate
4: time? Alliance 3. Have you played Marvel Ultimate Alliance yet? I have not yet. So <sighs> The tough part with Marvel stuff for me right now is I love it, um, but he's a little too young to really get into the Marvel movies. His favorite is um, is Black Panther, though. Um, oh, he was Black Panther for Halloween, and uh, we went to a public Halloween gathering, you know, a social distance kind of thing. And there was a runway show for all the kids in their costumes, and I was trying to get him to go out there in his Black Panther costume and do a floss okay we we had planned this <laughs> he was gonna go out there and he's gonna do the floss thing and he walks out there on his own volition he walks out pulls his black panther mask down gives the wakanda forever and does a yes. backflip all Dude. on his own Dude. never Dude. did the floss now he just did his own fantastic. black panther move
0: which is sweet that's so cool <sighs> that is fantastic man good for him that that kid has a bright future right. <laughs> just that story. Uh, we're raising that one right Seriously, good for
2: is
4: you, it, man. Is it wrong to say I'm jealous of a six-year-old right now? <laughs> Honestly, if I if I didn't have to dig through my phone like a you know like a proud dad and take ten minutes to find it, I'd pull that video and show you right now because it, it was a proud moment.
0: Well, we're gonna dive into uh, AJ. What we do, and we did not give you a heads up on this, and that's okay. Uh, every time we have a guest on, we like to do what we call the Infinity Gauntlet, where we send random questions your way. They could be about literally anything. And uh, we want to hear your answers, and, and, and knowing you, I think we'll get some good answers And hearing these stories today. Uh, we're going to start with Isaac. Isaac's our softball question. They're just going to get a little progressively harder, I think, for you, or maybe a little more detailed is the way I'd put it. So, Isaac, we'll go ahead and start with you. Go ahead.
1: All right, so my question, uh, like, like Max said, this is the softball question. So my first question is, uh, if you were given one superpower, what would it be and why?
4: Man, I'm all about the speed. So I I think I'd go with with super speed if 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 that's the best way to say it. Um, But yeah, um, get things done quick. I I don't have a whole lot of patience, so I'd use that for chores. I'd use that for shopping in the grocery store. Um, (laughs) If there was a superpower where I could take that speed... And pass it off to my wife when we're shopping. I think that would be the one that I would really be looking yes. for uh, <laughs> because true. I think I do have that superpower when I go shopping alone. But if I'm with her, I, I can't, I have to be patient and I can't rush her too much. So I'd go at uh, super speed. Not just speed, but the transference of the speed power as well.
0: Uh, Zane, go ahead. We'll go to you, man. All right. We're switching gears a little bit on this one, AJ. My
2: question for you is you are tasked to create a new flavor of Cheez It
4: what cheese do you use and why a new flavor of cheese it I'm a big um, like spicy cheese guy so I would I would have to go I know there is a pepper jack one but for whatever reason I've never liked the pepper jack flavored crackers and stuff like that I love pepper jack cheese so maybe I'd improve a pepper jack cheese it um, but I would probably they just brought back the 3d doritos i don't know if you guys have seen those lately Ooh. oh yeah uh, i'd find a way to, to 3d pop them i don't know what that process Ooh. is or how they take it from a flat chip to a pop chip um, but i would make a 3d um uh, what, what did i say pepper jack pepper cheese jack, it. that's what i would cheese do it. all right interesting i like that how hot are you turning that
0: that uh the heat up on that one
4: I like the heat, so I mean, okay. I don't know what the, what, what, Scovels, is that what they measure it in? I'm not sure, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd give it a little kick. You'll do the hot
0: ones bit, yeah. All right, uh, I couldn't get you out of here without asking at least one Minnesota Vikings question. So, um, for those that don't know, we have, we have tons of people that listen across the nation, and by tons, I mean like five. Um, and uh, But we're big Vikings fans here, a couple of us,
4: especially Mark.
0: Uh, can you describe your personality using a Minnesota Vikings play in NFL history?
4: Oh, Minnesota Vikings play. That's a good, good, cool question. Um, I'll avoid the Minneapolis Miracle. Just that's the first one that pops in my mind. Um, my personality. My personality, I guess, is going to be. I'll I'll stick with that era of the Case Keenum um, season. Um, and my personality is most like all those situations where Case Keenum was about to get sacked and he wiggled his way out of a tough situation and became very likable. So I'm putting my personality in a sense where, um, I talk myself into a lot of bad situations (laughs) and can squeeze my way out of it when it all looks like it's gonna, you know, go crazy and and be, be a bad ending there. Um, I'll throw on the charm and kind of swoop in and take it from there bummer he went a case keenum route i don't like that well i'm not too thrilled about that
3: i was all in on the case keenum i know when he
0: said case Keenum because the debate with us a lot of times aj is these guys will be like well you guys should have kept case keenum and i'm like Kirk cousins man it's all about no, it's not
3: cousins. about that you disrespect case keenum so much that's not that's, it dude that ain't it issue.
0: that ain't it dog words playing now it. all right mark we'll let you have the last question
3: all right aj hopefully you're a wrestling guy um it's 1999 We're doing a WCW versus WWF ultimate match. What is your stipulation and from each organization who is in the ring?
4: Anyone, you guys mentioned the initials game. Anyone who follows the initials game knows that um, when I win... I throw out some Goldberg tweets yep. um, or GIFs, I should say. Um, so he would be my WCW. Um, I don't know how you can't go with the the famed matchup. Uh, you know, came to fruition at one point, but the, the Goldberg Stone Cold back in the heyday of both organizations. I, I'd throw it that direction. Um, and did you say what was the stipulation? Yep. What's the stipulation? Um, Man, none. Of, they they weren't all about the gimmicks. I guess Stone Cold could be with, uh, you know, driving the cement trucks and doing all that <laughs> stuff up there. So, you know, I'd, I'd say, man, I'm gonna take the easy route. I'm sorry, I'll go no stipulations, no holds barred. Uh, let's go in and out of the ring. Um, get let's 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 see once and for all who's who's better, Goldberg and Stone Cold Steve Austin. That, those wow. were my two back in wow. the day. All right. Stone Cold <laughs> has done. a pretty pretty interesting podcast actually. Yep.
3: Stone. Yeah. Brooklyn Skull Ranch.
0: That is the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, AJ, you have made it through the Infinity Gauntlet. Congratulations to you. We're not going to bury the lead, though. Uh, if you're listening to this episode, you're probably wanting to check out WandaVision. We're going to keep the conversation going, too, after AJ leaves as well. but We want to make sure that we get give him time to talk about his fa- feelings on it. So we're going to go ahead and put our ratings bumper right here.
2: Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an infinity Step.
0: And also, we're going to be spoiling things for this episode. So if you haven't seen Episode 7 yet, Breaking the Fourth Wall of WandaVision, what are you doing? Turn this off. Go watch it. It's like 10 minutes long, but the credits are 30 minutes long. And uh, come on back and listen to this. This is your spoiler warning for Episode 7. This is... Prepare yourself and infinity bros prepare yourself spoiler Ah! warning so aj real quick because a couple of us have been on the show i want to ask aj zane and I. i'm gonna start with you aj what is your thoughts on this series so far how have you felt with the shift from film to week to week and essentially 20 to 30 minute chunks and bites how have you enjoyed that As a consumer
4: of the MCU and what are your thoughts on the MCU kind of coming into this show? Yeah. um, You know, the MCU, I think, is a super interesting toy that Disney has to play with. And I think that they're doing a good job of it. Uh, Obviously, they've uh, they've been able to successfully put giant movie franchises together, combine uh, the characters and and put them on on the same team and the other opposite teams. And I I think that this uh, this transition into the let's call it television style, episodic story. Um, It has been super interesting for a couple different reasons. I think that they've proven with this and Mandalorian that they are capable of doing this sort of a thing, expanding the universe, um, telling the episodic stories uh, in an engaging way. Uh, I'll be honest, with Mandalorian, I was lukewarm through about the middle of season one, and and then it kind of got me towards the end of season one, and then season two is fantastic. Um, and then with WandaVision, I think that it, they took such a creative, artistic approach with this whole, um, you know, television series going through the eras. Uh, you know, clearly we'll find out more about that, I'm sure. Um, but I, I think it, it it they did just enough, even in the first episode where you watch almost the whole thing. And like you said, they're pretty short. Um, and you get through the whole thing, and it's like, "What the heck am I watching? like this is it's it's super unique. Nothing really happened. And then they give you this one little tidbit it, early on, it was literally one little tidbit right and then it and it kept getting more and more each episode um to the point now where we know where this is going we We have you know my favorite part about all these TV shows, and I was a big lost guy back in the day mm-hmm. and And what I loved about lost was it was on the front end of all these um internet theories and and you know i I had a a a blog where i would break down every episode of lost and i would teach myself how to read egyptian hieroglyphics and and try and find all these easter eggs that were in these shows and and this is right up that alley i mean there's so many i've i've never been a comic book guy but I love the universe, so I love learning about it. And to in right. today's day and age, with social media, and you can hop on TikTok and YouTube and find all these theories. and And I'm learning about the MCU, the expanded, you know, uh, comic book side of it. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's eight different theories, and we're slowly kind of honing in on maybe the one um, with with um, with Agnes and Egg of the Harkness and 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 what that is looking like, and maybe what's beyond that and behind that. Um, but I love this ability to um to to give you just enough to start to piece it together potentially and and put your own theories together and argue online afterwards it's super fun i think you know it's a cool way that they can um set up the next movies the 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 big next movies they're doing it with the mandalorian too i think they're honestly taking a super similar approach to like bring this star Wars Avengers group together to then ultimately go on and, and fight a big battle. So I, I think it's a, a cool thing that they're doing the recipe works. And, and I, I really do think, that I, I hope we, I hope we find out about the whole TV era thing. I, I'm assuming we will, but it's just a unique cool approach that adds a little bit to it as you're trying to figure out, okay, what TV show are they, are they mimicking? What was this, you know, how did they do this? And it's, that's been fun to play along with too.
0: Zane, you haven't really been on much. Like, how how has your thought process been through this series so far? Like, have you have you looked at this from the same lens, or were you frustrated? I mean, like, I like AJ. You kind of brought it up the sh- the shortness, and I made a joke about it. But that's been honestly my biggest piece of feedback I'd give this show is you could have put ten more minutes in, even if they weren't really doing anything for the story. Is kind of my perspective, and you could have just played with that era of sitcoms more. And had more fun with that is kind of how I look at it. Zane, where are you sitting with with, with this question?
2: Uh, Yeah, like, it, it'd be nice to have more. But at the same time, kind of like what AJ hit on, I think it's a, a cool thing that you're getting back. And I, I wonder part of it it might be like driven on nostalgia, like AJ brought up Lost. Like the fact that you, you're getting these little pieces and you're piecing this together and you're sitting and going, yeah, you got eight set, you know, all these different theories going on that someone has this going on on this website someone made a tiktok video about this like you have these smaller episodes and these smaller chunks but part of what makes it so fun is there's so many different directions you can go because with the mcu and you got just big movies you're like okay well you have two hours to establish a character or you know however long your movie runtime is and there's not much um hypothesizing and everything between movies. Whereas, you know, you know, you're getting another episode next week and you're just like, are they going to go this direction? Are they going to go this direction? And that adds to the allure of it. The fact that you could go so many different directions of it. And at first I was, it was, it was kind of that, like, as you're trying a new food, your mom just like, okay, I, you need to try, just take a little bite. You don't know if you're going to, and it's like, okay, we'll see how this tastes. And then you take another bite and then you take another bite. And now it's gotten to that point with WandaVision that I'm like, all right, this is fantastic. Like, give me more. I'm not, I'm not taking little bites no, anymore. You're just I'm taking it in. You just exactly like, like I'm, I'm cool. getting big forkfuls now. And yeah, it just, it, it adds to that because I'm all in. Yeah. It'd be nice to have a little bit longer, uh, runtime on the episodes, but I, I love having all these theories, all the what ifs, like. That I think adds to the allure and magic of doing it on, in in episodic, doing it episodically, if that's a word.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Isaac. I mean, AJ made a great parallel here with Lost, right? So, and we I think we talked about this two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I kind of brought that up as well. And I think I guess my question to you is, can can this show land it the way that it's supposed to? Because part of what lives in infamy, and AJ, I want to hear this later from you, is how Lost ended is a giant cluster to a lot of people. Some people hate it. Actually, a lot of people hate it, and a couple people love it. I loved the ending of Lost, but I know a lot of people didn't. Do you think they can land this plane after watching episode seven? I mean, we haven't obviously dived into spoilers yet, but do you think they can land this plane? In the, like, it, They just essentially revealed who the villain of the season is. And is they, they've got about 50 more minutes of TV to show up.
1: I don't think we have a reason to not think they can land it at this point. I mean, they really haven't steered us wrong with any of the Disney Plus content that we've been getting so and and this season has been fantastic even though we have no idea you know what's going on in different parts of the season so I, I think absolutely that they're going to pull it all together and answer some of those loose ends and honestly that was the thing about Lost that I didn't like is that they just kept asking more questions and nothing got answered you know and They still are asking questions at this point in the season, but we are starting to get some answers that are even starting in, like, episode three when we start seeing outside of, you know, the bubble that Wanda's created. We're starting to kind of get a feel for what's going on outside of there, even though there's so much going on that we can't put all the pieces together. At least we have the pieces, you know? So... I, yeah, I think they'll be able to put it together for sure. I, I don't think we have really any reason to doubt them at this point.
0: Mark, I know you and I are kind of like Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with the, the strings and the whiteboard, so we're going to we're gonna hold off because we only got about 15, 20 more minutes here with AJ. I want to make sure I, I knock out some of the things. Is there anything in particular you want to add to the conversation before I
3: – No, it's just – it's funny that uh, my, my beautiful Kelly, and I were out to eat and I brought this up we were talking about WandaVision is – could you imagine if they just gave us all the episodes at once? It would be. Oh my gosh. It'd be ungratifying compared to like what we have
0: now. I think people would have liked it, but I think you're correct. I think the style, I, I think the week to week style has favored and helped this show more than other shows. Like, I wonder if Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to benefit from that as much as this. I think WandaVision benefits more from it. AJ, what'd you think of the end of Lost? Real quick before
4: I, I keep going to what do you think of the end of Lost? I'm dying to know this. Okay, so you brought up a good point about how uh, people who were frustrated with loss were frustrated mainly because there were so many unanswered questions. Um, one in particular that will always stand out to me was the freaking Hurley Bird. What, Correct. What, yeah, what, yeah, the yes, hurly bird what's up stupid. with the Hurley Bird, right? Um, there's a bunch of them. Obviously, that's a, a, probably a minor one, but one of the ones that just still stands out to me. Um, so here's how I look at that, though. I, I see that as a situation where you have – a new product, a new story, a new show that explodes and is becoming super popular, so popular that you keep getting extended and extended and extended. And you don't know how long this is going to last, but you want to make the most of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was really before you had too many shows that were stretching it too far. And this was one of those ones that was stretching it too far. So I believe that they had a beginning and an end written for that, that, that show, and it wasn't a beginning and an end that had six seasons worth of in between and so for seasons three and four particularly they just started throwing crap out and we got to stretch we got to keep going they're making tons of money doing this abc disney like they're loving what's happening here so we need to pad we need to just stretch and take this longer and longer and so by the time that they tried to land the plane like you guys were saying there were just certain things that that they put in there as filler that didn't matter to the story So I did not dislike the way that it ended. There was a list of things that I wish that they would have answered uh, that we didn't get answered, but I didn't dislike how it ended. But I do think that it was a fault of its own success. With something like this, you already know with with Marvel that there's success, that there's a fan base, and you guys mentioned the way that they released it, you know, weekly rather than all in one chunk. Um, I, I really do think that that plays to the audience that they yeah. know that they have sitting in the palm of their hand people yeah. like us that are going Great. to dive into this. They're going to look right. in the comic book archives. They're gonna going to hop online and try to find the Easter eggs, find the theories, figure it out prior to. You look at other things like uh, Queen's Gambit or whatever it might be on, on Netflix, there's no real th- you know, theorizing with, with a show like that. But this kind of a show is perfect for it. The audience is perfect for it. The story is perfect for it. The way that they're bridging all of these different groups of superheroes together to ultimately bring them into theaters and bring different movies. We all know that that's the, what's going to happen. The end game, no pun intended, or I guess pun strictly intended, um, but it, it is the ability that they, they just know what they're dealing with, with a product and with a fan base that they're just doing this perfectly.
0: Time out with lost Freaking Walt, man. That was so flipping stupid. When Walt went through puberty, it was when like, when Walt <laughs> went through puberty and they had no answer for it. So <laughs> dumb.
1: Go ahead. Isaac. I mean, we are all doing this theorizing as comic book superhero fans disney fans even at this point um but if they had like you said max if they had dropped this all at one point like you don't get the casual fan in on it at that point agreed like they they drop these episodic and it for one it's doing disney a favor because they're getting way more subscribers than they would if they had just dropped it all you know at once but then also you're getting everybody else in on the hype that just keeps building week after week after week and you're getting these people well and because just the nature of WandaVision it's just it's not your typical superhero show so you get people that don't like the superhero movies that are kind of attracted to this because of the kind of the sitcom style of the of the show so i mean if you don't do that episodic build until um, the end of the show i think that would definitely hurt uh, the show in the, in the long run or or even just like amount of views that Disney is getting which wouldn't matter for us because the show would be the same and we would love it but the casual fan probably would or may, may or may not watch so that's kind of what what I was saying but I I kind of like the episodic nature it definitely get gets your hype built up and and you're like you know your expectation is just wild i mean all of these theories that we've been talking about every week that that mark is connecting all of the of the red yarn on it's just
3: it's like i know what's going on it's, insane. <laughs>
1: it's so it's so fun to do like it's fun to talk about everything that's going on but if you dropped
0: it all one time you don't talk about that stuff there really is no show to compare this to but lost like aj you're nailing that comparison dude like i i like I can't remember a show that I've I thought I've had things figured out so much, and I've had nothing figured out at all in oh, this show. And Lost is the only paralleled show I could. AJ,
1: think of. I just want to I would just want to point out to you that Max has been theorizing that Mephisto is just about every character in the show. And I'm back up until on the I'm back episode, on the train so. that
0: Mephisto's <laughs> in it now. I'm back on the Mephisto train after this all episode. All right, all right, we'll dive into that later, but we want to we want to maximize this time with AJ. All right, so let's ask the big questions here. Uh, real quick, we're gonna rate it. So on a scale of one to six, AJ, where are you rating episode seven of Wandavision? Uh, so f- uh, for this episode,
4: Ooh, um, I mean, I'm 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 in that five range. Uh, I think it was really really good. Um, we finally got the, the the one of the big reveals. I think that we had been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's an interesting thing because I'm I'm waiting for everything to start blowing up and this big battle to eventually happen, um, and and it, they keep delaying it for for one reason or another. But yeah, you know, I'm a five five point five kind of a of a situation. I think that they're again uh, there's there's still this little bit to be desired for me, and I don't know if that's an intentional thing from the way that they're presenting it, or if it's if if I just if I'm just not fully fully connecting. But I'm I'm all in. I mean, I'm I'm all in completely, and I'm I'm ready. Every Friday I wake up and I'm like, I gotta wait till tonight to watch this, and I can't I can't handle that. <laughs> I try because because I see it trending on Twitter, and I'm trying to steer clear and not yeah, you know, have any of oh the gosh. spoilers until I get to see it.
1: We've we've been dealing with spoilers this this past weekend, so that's yeah, that's no never fun.
0: Well, and for those that don't know, AG is is up on a Friday typically at like four or
4: five in the morning, like is when you you're in the studio or when you're recording. And because, you know, all of us nerds watch things and stay up late, it's already trending by 1 in the morning because people people, already started it. People are (laughs) not
1: holding back on spoilers for this. For whatever reason, like Endgame, there was like a literal embargo for weeks afterwards people are posting spoilers like the second it drops like i wake up in the morning and i'm on so and i watch it pretty early so i don't usually get spoiled but you the second you go on social media there's there's spoilers everywhere it's like dude it's either sleeper or
0: wandavision chill. for aj that's his those are his two choices it's sleep or wandavision um all right it- we'll-, we'll ask the rest of the bros here because we got a couple more minutes so i want to ask you the big questions here Who's the big bad behind Agatha Harkness right now, AJ? Is she the big bad? Is it Mephisto? Is it Dormammu? Is it Nightmare? Who do you think is the big bad of this series?
4: Um, so, yeah, I'm on the Mephisto train. Um, again, I will be the first to admit that I'm... Um, I don't come to bat with this knowledge, but I've uh, researched it since then. Um, so I'm not coming up with this on my own, but uh, there's so many of these these little um... – little interesting tidbits um, from the, the little spell book that we saw down in, in Agatha's lair Um, the, the opportunities to um, you know, the, the, the symbolism with the, the head of the goat and then how that relates to the devil and whatnot. Now there's an interesting thing that I did have, somebody did explain in, when, uh, this is probably two or three episodes ago when we were early on in this Mephisto, is it is he behind all this sort of thing? And and it, and it surrounds Disney's presence in, I believe it's China, um, and the way that that culture will, will not do images of the devil or devil mm-hmm. figures. And how they were kind of saying, you know, I don't think they're going to go this route because... Uh, it's a devil figure, and they're not going to abandon one of their biggest markets in the entire world. Now, since then, you know, people have theorized that there is going to be references to Mephisto being behind all of these things. But we won't see him until the next Doctor Strange movie, right? Um, which makes more sense because then you can kind of keep it a little smaller. You can you can um, minimize the damage or the loss that you may get from a world market, but you can still tell this story and and really stay true to what's behind the scenes. So I'm I'm in on the Mephisto, um, is 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 the one behind everything, pulling the strings. Um, and then yeah, you know the 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 stuff with with Agatha that we learned. You know we all knew there was a bunch of different things that were up with Agnes excuse me yeah whatever no we we put the bumper you're good the, bumper's the, gonna... uh, the the All the things that we see her in that little Munsters kind of uh, montage at the end of uh, episode seven, the things that she did, that those so were awesome. the things that we were kind of sticking out to us. You know, the dude standing at the shrubs kind of zoning out. Like, what's that all about? And how, you know, there's just these little things that in hindsight we thought, hey, they were weird. But now you look back at it and I still think that there's some more weird things. So it tells me that somebody else is pulling the strings. It's not Agatha. It's not Agnes. Uh, but there's something else behind that.
0: All right. couple questions I'm going to ask the bros later. So bros don't answer. Just you can sit there and give reactions, and not do what everyone do. All right. Here we go. Is Evan Peters really Pietro from the from the Fox universe?
4: No, um, no, I'm, I'm again, this is uh, not my take, um, but I, this is a, a manifestation. Um, you know, the. Um, uh, the characters, the, the actors, the way that they're going to pull this together. Uh, there's a bunch of different ways that we're still hypothesizing and how they're going to do this. And if I, I swear to you, if I'm um, oh, blanking on his name, Jim from The Office, John Krasinski, yeah. if he is not oh Reed Richards, the world is going to explode. It, it because will. Sure. Is just assuming <laughs> that it's going to be him. The public will collectively reject Reed
1: Richards if it's not John Krasinski. <laughs> we got to will it into the universe.
4: Right. Now, they gave a little nod in this episode with the the office themed open for sure um, oh yeah but but that was it i mean the rest of it went kind of uh, modern family style and uh, arrested development um and and but they did get that little nod that is going to keep people on at least one more week that this yeah. is it but honestly right. you know he's made that transition he Seasonal went training. jack ryan he grew the man muscles got out of mm-hmm. his 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 office suit and uh, he could do it but man That's if if he's not, I mean, people are going to lose their minds and they're going to hate sure. whatever actor is. They're going to hate him. <laughs> Probably. Gosh, Probably. can you
3: imagine that they have to recast that character because everyone's like, no, it has to be John Krasinski.
0: <laughs> I've kind of said this too. I think the, the guy who plays Cheedy from The Good Place would be great for that role too. I think he'd be great. I. But you're right. The internet wants it. Is the fly that was on the wall Mephisto? Was that a? Was that the symbolism to kind of avoid what you're talking about with the Chinese culture? Symbolism that hey this is a Mephisto led attack on Wanda
4: yeah so that another one of the little tidbits that kind of leads you to believe um, Mephisto being behind this um, yeah I mean I, again that when the, when you look at an episode and you see you call them Easter eggs you call them hints whatever you want to say when there's four or five that point one direction. I'm starting to think that that's the direction they're unless they're completely throwing us off the scent. And I don't, you know, there's that fine balance with shows like this, with writers like this, where you want to. At the end of the day, hoodwink everybody and surprise. You want that jaw drop moment like, oh, my gosh, I didn't see this coming. But at the same time, you want people to be able to start to maybe not figure it out, but again, theorize and lean right. in direction. So I think that there's enough in these episodes, the fly included, um, that, again, I'm on that Mephisto train. And and that might be a way around it, you know, have the presence of Mephisto um, the, the likeness of, you know, his, his, his presence in this show without having the actual visualization of a devilish character. All right. Two more questions. Then we'll, we'll close it out here. All right, here we go. Will you, will we see mutants
0: by the end of this series?
4: Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, the, the little hint with, um, what's her name? Um, she has a, Rambo yeah Rambo mm-hmm. um Lieutenant Rambo she is this hint that their her blood work is is changing obviously i think they're saying Photon is that the the one yeah. that they're kind of saying mm-hmm. she's we saw her turn into this last episode um it's a you know she's not a unique i don't think that's unique to her in this sense and we saw you know, another dozen or two dozen people get swallowed up by the hex last week when it expanded. So you're you're putting a lot of different people in a situation where their code can be rewritten, their blood work can change, and that X gene can be introduced. I think it's an easy way to do it. And when you look at the the uh, correlations between, um, you know, uh, all, the, all the good guys and the bad guys that we're kind of theorizing here, it it makes sense. Now, I guess I'm, I'm talking myself out of this a little bit Um this is a timeline question I guess. Uh, will we see it in this season? That I'm not so sure about. You know, I think we have to have a little glimmer of something. I don't know that we're going to see a full-fledged um you know uh, X-Men uh, reveal, but I think they're going to give us something to carry into season 2 or the next movie whatever whatever that timeline links up with. I think we'll see something. So I kind of talked myself in and out of the answer to that question in the midst.
0: You're you're like all in on Mephisto, man. Like some people like they tread, like they go back and forth, but you're like, no, I'm all in. All right. I think I know your answer, but I'm just going to ask.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't know anybody
4: who does that. Right? Yeah, shut up, Isaac.
0: <laughs> if you're not trying, then what's the point?
4: AJ, who is Ralph. Right. So I I think Ralph is Mephisto. So when he went down into the into the lair this last week, um, I turned to my wife, who was not paying attention and didn't know what I was talking about, Um, (laughs) did not remember who Ralph was when I said, oh, we're going to see Ralph like Ralph's going to be down in the lair. Oh, that's a good Um, point. I didn't think that and and i i thought for sure like this is you know he's we haven't seen him we've only heard the reference to it we're finally going to meet him and it would make sense to me then that ralph is the one who's pulling the strings behind agatha again i think it's mephisto so i do think that ralph is mephisto um and ralph is the one who who is in in charge and it, and again this is the the opportunity that it, um, you know, pulling the strings and and all the weird different things that we've heard along the way, the use of pronouns when they right. say her and she, are they referring, you know, there's assumption that they're referring to Wanda. Um, now we're learning that a lot of that is probably Agatha and did, you know, does the, I forget what his name is, the the main FBI guy or the main guy Hayward, outside yeah. Hayward, does he know, like, what does he know about this? Or was he simply trying to get Vision to be his his weapon, you know, all these theories um, that, that again, are, are, are some, you know, being laid out there plainly in the show and some that aren't. So, yeah, I think Ralph is Mephisto. And um, again, because of the whole China thing, I don't know if we'll get to see Ralph, but Ralph will be very present in the final couple episodes. Well, AJ, thanks for coming on, man. Dude, th- this, is, this is great. This
0: is fun to hear from somebody outside of our little think tank we have here on the show. <laughs> Because we kind of, I think we talk ourselves into some certain things, or we talk ourselves out of it. AJ, real quick, where can people check you out if they if they've enjoyed you today?
4: Right on. Um, yeah, my main home is on Twitter at uh, AJKFAN. Um, that's where I will uh, handle a lot of my business, a lot of my uh, conversations. On anything and everything, but yeah, that's that's where I hang out. And and again, guys, I mentioned this at the beginning here. I might appreciate this more than any of you because I don't get to do this. <laughs> I don't get a regular opportunity to have these conversations. Um, I, I I hold them in. I learn all these things. I don't know what's dumb. I don't. I, I'm not even throwing stuff against the wall because nobody in my house cares. Um, so <laughs> this has been a it. treat for me, me too to have just a half an hour here to, to chat with you guys, um, to hear your opinions, and not feel like uh, not feel like the the nerd in the room because we're all nerds. We're all in the room and we're all loving it. So I appreciate it.
1: Now you're a part of the Infinity Bros universe and you are welcome back anytime for a Absolutely. water cooler discussion. So come on back. <laughs>
0: I'll awesome. plug it for AJ as well. Check out our show notes. I'll have some links there to check out AJ. You can check him out there. Check out the Here and Now podcast. Really great podcast uh, with the things going on in the world today. I can't recommend a podcast enough like this one. Uh, here on Earth as well. He's got a lot of great episodes on there. If you're a Christian, obviously, for those that have listened to us a long time, we have a Christian perspective here. Uh, interview some great athletes and personalities that just talk about their life. So If, that's, if that interests you, check that out as well. As my alarms going off. Come on there.
2: Elite
0: And most importantly, you have to, have to, have to check out the initials game on KFAN Friday mornings, 815 Central. If you haven't checked this out, this man is a legend. He can somehow figure out names of initials, p- places... Now I don't know how you do it, AJ. I tip my hat to you, man. You somehow go in every week. It doesn't matter who lines up against you, and you figure it out, dude.
1: Yeah, seriously. Like I, I always like play along when I'm listening, and I, I miserably fail every time. And I, I'm definitely impressed by the answers that you guys are able to come up
4: with on that show. So well, here's the weird thing about that game again um I would even credit some of my success in this game to my interest in things like this because I do do stupid deep dives and, and learn stupid facts but <laughs> there are just some weeks where it, it just doesn't happen and and you you know you <laughs> might say max if yeah. there's the opportunity where I'm just firing in and always getting these things and then the very next week I'll show up and I will get 0 like completely <laughs> shut out it just isn't clicking I didn't get enough sleep I didn't wake up enough whatever it is um the initials are just weird and and it throws you off. So it is a really fun game. Obviously, there's 346 podcast episodes of the initials game that you can check out wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Um, but that it's just a fun thing. If you're going on a road trip, by all means, pull that thing up and just let them rip and have some fun. So I can't recommend that enough.
0: Like seriously, you don't have to be from Minnesota
4: to enjoy it. It's a it's a great thing that they do on that
0: show. Power Trip Morning Show is also fantastic too. So, well, AJ, we appreciate your time, man. We thank you so much, and uh thanks for joining us for some nerd talk. Okay, man.
4: Right on, guys. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wakanda forever. I'm, do,
0: I'm not gonna do the backflip. I'll give you the <laughs> Zane. Will do that when you get off. That's what'll happen. No, right, we'll get that done there. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, AJ. We'll talk to you later, man. Hey, dudes. Thanks. I really appreciate it. This is fun. Again, hit me up sometime. Let's do this again. We'll do. Thanks, man. See ya. Let's dive into what the Infinity Bros think about WandaVision. I've thought about this, Mark. Do you think I need to start creating bumpers? Like, I should have, looking back on this, I should have made a bumper for WandaVision, I think. And I think I need to make a Falcon and Winter Soldier bumper. Yeah, because especially
2: if you're going to be talking
1: Wanda about
0: WandaVision! Yeah, but that that's like a trademark thing, right? Like, they Disney owns that.
1: I was looking into that, and I think if it's just a sound clip that's like under 10 seconds, you can use it. Is is what I kind of
0: was gathering.
2: Well, yeah, because so. that's what they do on the radio all the time, don't they? As long as it's under a certain amount of time,
0: I guess they don't care if our podcast is marketing for them. Mark, can we just get you saying WandaVision eating what you're eating, like with a full mouth? Like I think that should be our bumper to be honest. <laughs> WandaVision. There we go. That's the bumper. Maybe like we could
1: layer it. We could have Mark say it like six times and then put it all together in a. Sound what we clip.
0: need to do is call that guy that we called at the beginning. So if for some reason you linger your way to the end of our podcast and hear our outro, <laughs> that guy, I said, hey, I need high energy. I need these pieces of information to be communicated. <laughs> And that Joker went above and beyond the Call of Duty for five bucks. I mean <laughs> that, that was the best five bucks I've ever spent. Welcome that guy put so City much Bros effort podcast. into
3: it. That guy's
0: cared more about our podcast than the rest of us. <laughs> no real talk.
3: Pay me five bucks and you'll see what you get.
0: I I want to. I might.
3: Yeah, you might. I might. be scared.
0: Dude. You're gonna be
3: frightened to what you get.
0: This is like a little bit of a celebrity moment for us guys. Okay, so we listen to K fan. Mark doesn't, but Isaac Zane and I listen to K fan. Cool we're pretty big K fan nerds. We really, really like AJ. He, we kind of view him as one of us a little bit. Oh sure. So to get him on, uh, Zane was a little starstruck. He he arrived early today for our pre show meeting.
1: It was it was shocking. Yeah, it was shocking. It was he shocking. was here right
0: at eight. If we say eight, we always plan for Zane time. It's usually eight ten is when he shows up. So uh, you know, like <laughs> I, I I gotta tell you, as is I, I thought you handled your, your your stuff well, Zane. Do you need to go to the bathroom or did you already go in your pants? I I went before I got on, like I I made sure I was uh, ready to go.
1: Not in your pants, though, correct?
2: Yep, I was ready. I brought I brushed my teeth.
0: He shaved.
1: <laughs> shaved. <laughs> I, br- I brushed my
0: teeth. Cologne on. Uh... I will say I am impressed with AJ's um, I, like he was super humble on the subject, but the dude knew a ton.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't really know much, but I watched about like four hours of TikTok videos on this stuff. <laughs> so like I actually do know because I'm like hearing him like, hey, stop ripping the stuff I want to talk about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sitting there like Mark, I have to give you credit too, because we talked about we're like, all right, he's only got a couple of minutes, so we're gonna really try to let him just take that conversation, then we'll talk about it. And Mark's just like I could just tell Mark's sitting there, he's like rocking. I'm just like, Mark might be digitally punch A.J. Mansoor in the face, and I'm here for it. <laughs> let's dive into WandaVision here. We have we talked about at the beginning of the show. Spoilers, a lot of jazz, but we're going to talk about it from the rest of the bros' perspective. A.J. touched on a lot of stuff, so I want to kind of touch on what he didn't talk talk about. Um, but first, let's start with our ratings. Mark, I'm going to start with you because I didn't even give you a chance to like talk about anything on it. Can you give me a rating of this show? And then also, to precursor, just for our new listeners, maybe some people from Minnesota heard that A.J. was on and wants to check us out uh what's your rating of this season so far
3: do you think anything changed from last week it's six (laughs) (laughs) six out
0: of six okay what's your rating of this episode
4: (laughs) okay what's your rating of
0: this episode (laughs)
3: <laughs> six out of six.
0: Six out of six. He's not wrong. The, the TikTok, TikTok is where to get your theories.
3: Kelly, my beautiful wife, Kelly, like sends me like multiple WandaVision TikTok theories. So like I get a lot from there and a lot from like the deep dive I see and like, you know, go down the rabbit holes. So I'm like, I'm consumed by it. It is, it is nuts. I started smoking. I'm drinking a lot more. <laughs>
0: I've got like 10 memes I've got to drop in our group chat still cuz I was waiting for Robbie cuz I was like, "Do you guys watch it, Robbie, last night?" No. I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Robbie. I didn't know you're so busy to not watch 20 minutes of WandaVision. Sorry." Putting together
2: your new gaming
0: chair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cuz I'm looking into a $200 gaming chair, but I haven't watched WandaVision yet. Um Zane, what was We're all over the rails, sorry. This is like normally normal podcasts would take a break and like decompress with that moment, but we nah, did, we did We're just we're just talking to you about it. Scott Higa is like clicking the thirty second uh, jump ahead button religiously. Zane, what um what was your rating of this season so far, and what's your rating of this episode? Uh, the
2: season's are, like I mean it's still six out of six. Like I can't change anything of that. Just like I've said to the just being able to sit and theorize and look and like oh is it gonna be this is who's Mephisto and. All the different, like it, it's just so exciting, and it it just makes it so much worth it that every time, you know, every week you get to sit and think about this stuff. And it's been like it's been a while, I think. Well, since the boys, I think. But yeah, like I stay up till two a.m. for when it drops in the morning, and I'm like, I gotta watch this now.
0: I know you're you're one of the you're one of the loyal people because you're like you're on Central Time, so you're up at two. Mark, what time do you watch it usually on Friday?
3: Um, well, this last Friday because our. Freaking SAR, Kevin Feige, said it was gonna be hour-long episode, so I, like, get the wife up at 5.30 so we can watch this, because our lunches didn't align, <laughs> and it's 30 freaking minutes, I'm like, Oh, Dude. yeah,
0: that was such bogus. <laughs> that was so bogus. Oh, gosh. Yeah, what a clown.
3: So, usually I watch it at 11 a.m. when we both, our lunches align on Fridays, but this past Friday, got, got up at 5.30, woke her up, and we were off.
0: Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, for me, like I'll Isaac, we'll get to your rating in a sec. I I'm so we just we had our second kid um this last month. And so we're our sleep schedule is like sporadic. I've been on paternity leave. Golden Frieza. Golden Frieza. Yeah. You you can call her Golden Frieza. And uh Golden Frieza is up at weird hours. So I tell Sarah Thursday nights, I go, Hey, if if you're up at a weird hour, I will own it if it's after two o'clock. You just gotta let me know. (laughs) If it's after two o'clock, save the bottle for then because I'll do it. So I was up at 5 watching it. Tim, my son, decided to wake up at 5.30 that day. So guess what I'm doing at 5.30 watching WandaVision with my son? Because I looked at him and said, you can come out, but you got to watch it. So then when the scary part comes on, uh, he goes, oh, it was great. It was awesome. Fantastic stuff. Isaac, what's your rating of this?
1: All right. So overall, six out of six. Amazing show. I'm really excited for the payoff because, honestly, we've all kind of been expecting this big reveal of this aerospace engineer that Monica Rambeau has been talking about. And, like, everybody thought it was happening this episode. So this episode, I'm given a 5.5 just because it seemed like a lot happened, but not a lot actually happened. Like, honestly that's kind of been the case with the last couple episodes. Not a lot happens the whole episode. And then the last like 20 seconds or minute or something is like big reveal, crazy stuff happening. Um, but still fantastic episode that Agatha Harkness, like theme song was the best thing I've heard probably the whole season. That was, that's been in my head for two days Um, straight. Seriously. I've been like singing it in my head. It's, it is amazing. Um, Catherine Hahn is incredible. She's perfect for this role. Like, I, I'm i all in on... I really hope she is included in future Mar- Marvel projects down the road. Like, Fantastic Four, then they get wrapped into the MCU. Hopefully, she's there, like, in, in on all that stuff, too. But, yes, great episode. Not the best episode I've watched so far, but it was still amazing. Season has been incredible can't wait for the payoff this aerospace engineer oh, i was gonna ask aj that but we got just wrapped up in talking i, w- I was gonna ask him who he thinks the aerospace engineer
2: is
0: they revealed and
2: it. who
1: they said it no, was major didn't.
0: goodner
2: no that's not it that is no. it no it's not <laughs> But that's who she was meeting up with. That's who she was meeting up with,
1: Major Goodner. No, that's not the that's not that's, the engineer though. That's just the team because, that yes. was there setting
2: everything something? up. Because earlier, when she contacts the aerospace engineer, she specifically says he. Yeah, he's a guy. Yeah, okay, but a guy. but that's
3: just that. Could, she said my guy. That doesn't mean that it's actually a guy.
2: That was the forward team that built the thing and brought it.
0: So you're saying. So so basically, what you and Zane and Isaac you're saying here is this is going to be a reveal in a post credit scene or end of the season contact rendezvous et cetera et cetera.
1: I think it's got a big part to play because why else would they be building it up? Honestly? It better, right? It
0: better because there's an article from uh, Tiana Paris saying I can't wait to reveal who that is. And so exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well,
1: and and Paul Bettany too mentioned a couple weeks ago that there's a huge Mark Hamill Luke Skywalker level. Uh, reveal that has not come out yet so i mean we're still waiting it's, well it's gonna be michael fassbender as magneto that's who the thing is no
0: way that's not what it's gonna be that's not please, what it's gonna be please no.
2: that
1: would be amazing
0: the other thing i've
2: heard that kind of supports that that they're they're still holding the aerospace engineer off is the fact that that little rover that she went to go through the hex in that that didn't work because if that went through right. you no longer have to go a callback but now that Fair. got half through it's half turned it got spit back out well, now you need to call the engineer to come look at it,
0: because he built it. That's very fair, Zane. I I think just for me, uh,
2: they they built it.
0: They built it. Yeah, let's let's call it they. Zane, this is twenty twenty one. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Daddy. <laughs> this is so okay. So like with the aerospace engineer, it is gonna be such a kick in the nuts if it's nothing like. At this point, like I don't even know if I should believe any of the things that Marvel is saying.
3: And who knows what's a red herring? Yeah, Kevin Feige
0: totally lied to us about the one-hour shows. He totally lied, and that's ridiculous. Daddy Feige lied to us. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Like the length of this show. Okay, my rating is a five point five. Same exact things as you, Isaac. I'm gonna add this again though. These episodes are too dang short. Like right now, this season is looking to be a five point nine for me simply because of length you cannot tell me you couldn't add one to two more scenes in each of these episodes i'm sorry you could have
2: no we can't
0: you're full of crap you could have had dialogue with darcy
3: I'm sorry, when you when you create a mag- majestic puzzle, do you wish some of the pieces were bigger than the other ones? Or do you want them all the same size so it's more gratifying <laughs> when you put all the frickin' puzzle pieces together and then you don't go crazy about it?
0: I'd like a thousand pieces versus two hundred pieces. Thank you very much, Mark. <laughs> That's the difference here. <laughs> that we can spend more time with specific characters by doing these things, and I it's a huge it, it, it to me is an egregious error given the style of this show and I'm not going to back off on that I'm not going to back off on that thought because and I'm not saying the show is bad because all everything you guys have said up to this point is fair it's all correct I'm just saying you you couldn't give me five more minutes in this show how why are you going to lie to us that it's an hour long it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make a lick of sense like to be honest I wonder if Kevin Feige was like yeah you guys have an hour left of tv last week I wonder if that's what he meant (laughs) Cause it's like 20 well, minutes then, each episode. That,
3: that episode eight or nine is going to be pretty short.
0: He probably is. <laughs> Hang on. Talk about the hex being happening in real life. So in this last episode,
3: you see like when we're in the house, there's like this picture frame collage that's in the background. And uh, no joke, Kelly and I have that in our house. And I looked at Kelly. as like, we're in the hex. <laughs> so it's real life. We are let's we are let's re- go ahead and dive easier. into
0: it's another real. episode of Max thinks Mephisto's in this show. <laughs> I'm back on the Mephisto train. Last week I was nightmare, the previous week I was Mephisto. I I will say this, it's either Mephisto or Dormammu at this point. There's a very real argument to be made that this is Dormammu because Dormammu in Doctor Strange 1 how he uses his powers, he utilizes the color purple, which is the same color that Agatha Harkness is using here. Wow. By the way, the Agatha Harkness reveal, the memes about the Agatha Harkness reveal are spot on, where it's like, everybody's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's her. But it's like, no, we all knew it was her. That was the easiest one. Everybody knew it was but her. But we were still that shocked. Was, yeah. It was still fun, right? Like, it was... It, that That's how... Oh, it's a great reveal. The
1: reveal was amazing, but yeah, it, w- it wasn't shocking. But
0: that's how little we know in this show. Like, even though we all thought we knew that, there was part of us that was like, that might not be it. AJ made a great point earlier. There's way too many things now happening in writing for this not to be at least somewhat referenced. And, and, and maybe Mephisto is what they call Dormammu. Maybe that's the way they go about it. But calling them Demon Spawn, the fly the satanic symbols the goat symbols there's just all these symbols from Mephisto like I'm having such a hard time wrapping my head around how he's not a part of this right now
2: I would like to point out though that it's not actually a fly it's a cicada
0: thank you Zane hard-hitting facts
2: I would just like you to be correct So it's not sorry. A fly, it's a my cicada. apologies.
0: No, no. I, no, I'm saying thank you for correcting me on the fact that it's a cicada. Did you like, Mark, that I said that you were the biggest Vikings fan out of all of us to AJ?
3: <laughs> Did you like how AJ brought up a case Keenum to describe it? I his? hated
0: that. I absolutely despised that. I was like, I I when he said that, I could just feel the collective group go.
3: I did. I gave you no reaction, and then I heard him say that. I was like, justified. Karma, Max.
2: Max is just like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, AJ, we're losing a uh, connection here.
0: Uh... Well, uh, AJ Mansoor is <laughs> never coming back on the show. F AJ. <laughs> Gosh, Kirk Cousins all day, baby. All right, let's talk about some of these characters. Um, okay, Mark, let's get this out of the way. Let's talk about the Nexus commercial, Mark. You have been touting multiverse for for months since before this show came out. And the Nexus commercial essentially talks about how a Nexus can anchor you back to reality of your choice. This is like confirmation of multiverse on an unbelievable level. I like this this wild stuff. This commercial is the craziest commercial we've gotten every week. I think I'm like, oh, that's the craziest commercial we got. Nope, this one's the craziest one we've gotten so far.
3: Wouldn't it be nuts? That the final episode of WandaVision, it reveals that Mark is the one pulling the strings. And I've, I, I wrote this, yeah I wrote this whole season of motivation.
1: <laughs> wow. He's, he's the, he's the idea man behind Warner Bros. And he also is. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: I'm not behind Warner Brothers yet. Wink. <laughs> yet.
1: Oh yeah. It's future, future.
2: Well, I just like, you bring in Nexus and obviously you can bring that reference to Nexus of all realities. So then that's, are we going to get Man-Thing now? Because he's the guardian of the nexus of all realities. I think anything
0: is on the table right now, Zane.
2: Or WWE nexus? Who knows?
0: Ooh. <laughs> shut up, Mark. Just shut up, Mark. honestly, honest okay But Okay, With, with nexus,
3: is that is that going to tie in Eternals in any way? That was my thought when I saw that. Like, my initial thought.
0: I think that's possible. I think really where this is going is multiverse. And obviously multiverse of madness with Doctor Strange.
3: Now, now that dig this hole deeper... Are we saying Eternals don't exist in the MCU as we know it? And this is going to bring them in as well?
0: That's a great point.
3: Like, is our reality of the MCU going to be swerved? Well, and this
0: is kind of what you and I talked offline, Mark, about. I, I said, Dormammu being the bad guy makes a ton of sense. You can still have Mephisto work for him because he's just that big and powerful. He also made a deal with Doctor Strange in the first movie that said, hey, you can't attack this planet. However... Was it planet or reality? That's the question. And that, that I think, would be a great, like, swerve and a way to get back at Doctor Strange. And the purple lighting really leads me on to believe that it could be him. I just think it's Mephisto's. I think Mephisto's part of this in some way, simply because of all the imagery they've shown. I just feel like they've gone out of their way to show this imagery to me. And a couple times, sure, but, like, every episode there's something. And, and I, at this point, I don't even care if it's not Mephisto. I'm not one of those people where it's like, if, if my... Like, I mean, last week I talked about it. I was like, oh, I guess my theory is wrong. Here's where we're going now. And I still like it. I'm not one of those... Because there are people I think right now that are like, if Mephisto is not the bad guy, they're going to be pissed. And that's not me at all. Because I'm with you, Isaac. I think this show will land the, the plane. I think it will. I think that's like toxic fandoms in general now.
1: Like, that's why Star Wars is so toxic like the fandom because they have this headcanon they have this expectation of what should happen in the movies and shouldn't happen and stuff and when they do something different everybody freaks out and it's like Oh, okay. They can't even tell their own story. Uh I don't think we as a like the Infinity Bros, I don't think any of us really are in that boat. So uh, but if yeah, John it's...
3: Krasinski isn't Reed Richards, I think we're all <laughs> on that boat. <laughs> Fair Maybe. good Maybe. point. Maybe. I Fair. think that's the only Fair. thing that I think all of Marvel will stand up together and be like, it has to be him on <laughs> Disney.
0: I, I really think Mark they're gonna they're going to cast minorities in those roles. I really do. If
3: you're gonna if you're gonna give me A modern family episode but then give me an office-esque theme song to this and you don't bring me an office character your head's gonna roll Kim Feige because you made me get up at 5 30 and wake my wife up for an hour
0: right I will find you that's baloney the hour thing was total baloney mark and I actually I actually think that's ridiculous that he said that for for literally the circumstance you're talking about because because what everybody's saying is true like you you cannot be on the internet so here's another thing we're we're not going to name names, but certain people were posting spoilers this week, this weekend, and and it's getting spoiled, and it's, it's hard, and I'm not necessarily dogging those people. I think they're just trying to have a conversation with people on the internet, but unless you watch this like at 2.30 in the morning like Zane Ellis, there's a real chance when you wake up you're going to see something if you go to like a Reddit site that you don't fully understand, or Twitter with certain people that are either toxic or just aren't fully thinking through that in the morning.
1: Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I follow a lot of um, like Marvel insiders, and those guys are posting straight up for spoilers sure. at like yeah. eight a.m. on Friday. Guys, come on! Can't you just wait like a day or something?
0: Saturday, I get it. Friday makes no sense.
3: You just don't go online for the di- the two days. Like, I get I mean, that that's defense, what you have to do now. But with the uh, the scenario backspread up, what was funny in my aspect. Um, we had one Infinity Bro bring it up because it got a little spoiled from him, but two people I know specifically came to me because they're like, "Hey, I follow you on or Infinity Bros on Facebook or Twitter, and this got ruined because you guys follow this this other podcast." And I'm like, "That's not my fault." So I thought, it and was I funny. don't even.
0: And and by the way, and I'll <laughs> say this too: I'll defend. I'll defend that podcast. I, I think
3: yeah, I, same. I, th- I thought. It was I think hilarious. it's fine.
0: I think that podcast is doing what they're trying to do and they're trying to grow an audience and I think that's a strategy you have to take. I agree with you Mark. I think it's on you as a consumer. You need to stay offline. There be people overseas that could be Stay yeah. offline. If if that if that's that big of a deal to you. If you're that, if concerned, you're that concerned about, about it, it like, stay offline. Exactly. If not, that, that ain't that ain't that a person's fault.
3: I got bit once with the with the first uh, sequel trilogy for Star Wars, the first episode with Han Solo being killed on twitter never again i i I learned my lesson do not go there do not go to social media until you've seen it because some a-hole this person was intentionally spoiling it i got i
0: got spoiled evan i got spoiled evan peters was in this on reddit on just a basic reddit sorry
3: i told you i i'm sorry i told you three weeks before you saw that on reddit
0: mark don't (laughs) yell at me I'm telling my story. It's my truth. <laughs> Mark. Um, let's talk about some specific characters this episode. We've bounced around a ton. We're we're super loose here, guys. This is how it is. We talked about the modern family style. We talked about Major Goodner and the Aerospace Engineer. Zane and Mark, I'll tell you this right now. I I, I actually think that I do not think we will get an Aerospace Engineer. I think it's nothing, but I would be delighted to be wrong about but that.
3: But we still... okay. We still have an inside person, right? Like, that is still on the table. For right? sure. Jimmy Woo's because guy's we, in there. Because my thing, like, I think it's Mailman, because you've seen him in... Oh, oh this- it's gotta be. He's and gotta I was gonna bring that important. up, because important. every
1: episode, it focuses on him at some point in the episode, and this this one was the same, like, that he was driving the packages by, just randomly was, like, involved somehow in this conversation that was going on, and it was like okay, all right, something is going on with this Did guy.
2: anyone look more to, because this was more the first reveal on it, like, the logo and the stuff he was wearing, I didn't deep dive into that, but I feel like that was a sign of something. There
0: has been some rumors.
2: Yeah, he had, like, a very specific logo. No, it was like that, the yellow, almost like a lightning bolt logo. Like, it, it, just the way it was, because it, it, the way it was shot, it looked like, he was drawing attention there have been rumors Zane
0: that it connects to Mephisto it's another Mephisto connection I forget the word it is it's like a Mephisto and then it's like a longer word but it it's it feels too loose to for me to be like oh this is what Kevin Feige and his writers are staking on right but but Zane with this show anything literally anything could be right right literally anything yeah
3: and then also in this episode didn't we get Dottie again like we hadn't got Dottie
0: yeah
2: but wasn't that just episode uh, two? Wasn't that just a flashback? No, it was her. She was doing her flowers. That's the other big one. Like, I think she has more to play. There's a reason why she hasn't been in it since episode three. And because, like, I remember, too, in that episode, when she gets cut, her blood actually shows up as red. Well, the only other things that show up as color are from things that aren't in the hex.
0: Darcy turns into an escape artist, Carney. I thought it was great. Good payoff. I thought that was awesome. I like how she explained Infinity War to him, too no, I like, I like how she explained Ultron and Vibranium, I thought it was really good, I thought it was, I thought all of it made sense, and I think for people that aren't fully familiar with everything in the MCU, this was a great catch-up for them on Vision, like, quick bullet points, you can still watch this show and understand stuff, and you can be just as lost as him and still appreciate the mystery, I, there is something to be said about why he can't remember who he is, and I'm I'm holding strong to that. He is still got Simon Williams trapped in him somewhere. I'm holding to that. It just makes complete sense. I think they're doing a reverse wand, uh, Wonder Man on this, and I think with magic you need some conduit to be a part of it. I I really hold to that. I also loved how he broke the third the fourth wall, and then at the end he's like, "Why am I being interviewed?" I gotta go. I loved that. I that was awesome. Loved that, Mark. I that was amazing. That. And who's interviewing him? Yeah, I don't
3: know. Was it does does does, does she have control for vision?
0: I think she has manipulation over everybody. Agnes is who we're talking about, right? I mean, like, uh, but how powerful is she if we're supposed you know, to
3: believe that you know Wanda is the most?
0: powerful? I mean, we'll talk about it here, but like, it seems like everybody can be well, taken. I think under we're Rider. talking about her right now. Well, bro. no, let's 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 <laughs> jump into some other characters. I, I really think Agnes is like the end of this episode, like end of our time talking about this. That's a that's a big hurdle to get over. Let's talk about Photon. I really, 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 really liked. How she got introduced as a character and got her powers. I thought this was the right way to do it. This is good storytelling. Mark, you can eat it. Captain Marvel is important. We're getting great Captain Marvel callbacks here in this scene. <laughs> you have to care about Captain Marvel now. You can eat it. You, mean you can eat it backs? all. You, you can mean, eat it. Captain Marvel matters? Yeah,
3: whatever.
0: That's awesome. I, I watched it. it.
3: We're in a we're in a rewatch, or Kelly's in a rewatch, so I watched periodically in the movies and she started Captain Marvel today. And I'm watching with her, and I'm thinking, like, just another filler. So, you know, your your context that you got is just filling up space that could have been replaced.
0: Did you like the uh, Birds of Prey movie? Yeah, I did. Okay, what's your favorite moment of Birds of Prey? Uh, oh, oh, you loved it, did you? Oh, you really liked it, yeah.
2: Oh, the, the uh, end when he gets the grenade. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it took you a long
0: time there. I'm making a point. You guys have compared those two movies for a long time and well, Captain Marvel. Here's, here's
3: Max making a point like he did to me the other week. Hey, I'm going to bring up a movie to you, and I want you to name me its favorite scene. If you don't know it right off the top of your head, then go F yourself.
0: I don't want you to go F yourself. I want you just to politely jump off a bridge, head first.
2: I can't name any scene from Captain Marvel. <laughs>
0: yes, you can. You can name the cat scratching no, Nick Fury's can't. eye. I totally forgot about that. Well, then you didn't understand watching this episode with Photon cuz all of it got brought back up. It got important dialogue got brought got back, back got up, up from po- Captain Marvel. I got a positive, got a positive thing it.
3: about Captain Marvel. Nope, you're you're done. Your your words are done. The one positive I have that I did like in my third, fourth time watching it, uh not on purpose, um is when one of the the Cree or no, no, not Cree. Scrolls like like growl at her she growls back and it's like that's that's a pretty neat thing i wonder if that was spontaneous or written in because you don't usually see humans you know scream or growl at someone in a fight
0: Well, you wouldn't understand it's carol danvers
3: you're right so it probably wasn't brie larson improv because you know
0: oh now you're attacking brie larson I, I'm oh, not. I know. It sounds like you're talking Brie Larson. I'm not dying. If it Brie Brie. felt like
3: an attack, then maybe you took it personal and maybe it's a legit thing. I'm. Because, yeah, I know how I'm you get I'm here, mad here when to facts defend Brie Larson.
0: Up. I'm here to defend Captain Marvel. Two completely different things. Who Let's stay Captain on topic Marvel? here.
3: Who represents Captain Marvel right now in the physical world that we live in? No, 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 no. Oh, you're talking about the actress? Who is it? The actress? It? Well, does she. Or not are you talking about Kevin Feige Captain or the Marvel?
0: actress? Which one are you cho- choosing? Brie Larson?
3: Who portrays. Who, who betrayed? Well, it's yeah.
0: Kevin
2: Feige out in the Marvel outfit, Did I oh, missed no, Captain I miss Mephisto is Captain
0: Marvel. Photon, I really like the origin. Um, I I liked the voices in it. I like that they. I, I really like that they're doing these callbacks to that movie. I think it's really good storytelling. And if you don't watch Captain, if you haven't watched Captain Marvel, it gets you wanted to watch it. But it also, uh, I think it just really sets this character up well. There's a great theory I heard on the um pop culture leftovers podcast that I want to share a listener of that show emailed them saying they think that the reason that uh, Monica Rambeau's mother died was because she got cancer from Carol Danvers and her energy. And that is the reason she cut her hair in Endgame to be in solidarity with her mother. And I was like, that really lines up well, and that's a great theory, and I am all in on that theory. And so the thought process is, Captain Rambo right now doesn't know that Captain Marvel would come back to check on her and she doesn't know that she's back or she just forgot. I don't know. They're, they're, they'll have to figure that out in storytelling, but honestly that theory really lines up well. I like that one a lot. And I heard that. I also
2: really like the, uh, the subtle nod of the under the space suit that that aligned with her comic, the costume of what she was wearing. That was really cool. And they've done a very good job of, in this whole series of getting people's that, kind of that nod to their comic costume. Yeah. And they've done they very have. good at that this whole series.
1: I think um I'm surprised, honestly, that <clears throat> we're getting a full-on origin story from Monica Rambo. Like, at the beginning of all of this, she seemed like she was more gonna be just like a cameo, or something like that. Like, maybe not a cameo. Like, she would be a, a character, but I mean, I did not expect this full-on origin story, and like honestly, a huge focus of this show has been her origin.
0: Way, way, she's definitely number three in this yeah. show right
1: now. Well, yeah, but I just, I did not expect her to play as big of a part as she has, and I'm all for it. Like, I, th- I think she is awesome. She does a great job in the role, and I'm excited to see. Cause, I mean, before WandaVision, I don't think I heard anybody projecting that photon or uh what what's her like current name in the comics i i forget her current name Jarrett was zane figure that, that
0: out google it Zane. but
1: <laughs> nobody or spectrum spectrum, spectrum. yeah uh I, nobody was saying that she was going to be in the, in the mcu you know like it just it's it's cool that they're that they're bringing in these new characters for the future of and, the and who MCU. doesn't want so, her after watching I, I'm, this I'm show believe- in the
0: avengers like, who doesn't? Yeah. She's who says fantastic. no to that? Oh, for sure. She's, she's going amazing. toe-to-toe with Wanda right now. Who doesn't want her? Yeah, for real. We talked about Vision and Darcy. Let's talk about Wanda here. I am, like, so flipping confused now on what to believe in anything because of this specific episode. Because last week in episode three, you and I were led to believe, along with Isaac, I believe we, we reviewed episode three with us, Isaac. We were led to believe that Wanda was in complete control of this. And then we get the shark commercial with VO magic. And then we get this episode and we can start talking about Ag- Agnes now, but like Wanda like just is going straight off the rails headfirst into a concrete floor and she's given up her kids. She's fighting photon, even though photon is making complete logical sense and having like a reasonable conversation with her. And, but she's like slowly getting suspicious of the world like and everything's freaking out around her everything is changing like in those commercials we've seen and it appears like wanda has zero control now of this reality well and she even says too she's
1: like i don't know what's going on anymore i what what if what's going on what if
3: yeah the that spell book that was glowing a yellow orange or whatever um is some type of like wishing thing and like maybe she wished for like you know a uh, real happy life with vision
0: and it's like a monkey's paw you know, just, mark is that what you're thinking that
3: well what i was gonna go with is probably you know the wonder woman thing whatever the wishing stone that was it just made me think like that where it's like it's <laughs> it's,
0: it's like a better wonder woman yeah yeah
3: um yep yeah, exactly and like the side effect is it like you lose control like or something is siphoning energy from her so it's like you got to distract her with one thing that you know feed off her magic to, you know, maybe do something more evil. So, I, And then, like, this episode, it's like, she's just stopped caring. So, like, is she not caring? And then she loses her grip on controlling the stuff that she thinks she controls or is actually controlling? I don't know, man. It's just like.
0: I just find it ironic that her character's been, like, trying to control everything. And then this episode, she's like, yeah, I'm just going to sit it out today. I'm going to take a me day. <laughs> come watch my kids for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Agnes, come on in. Let me just open the door for you magically, even though I didn't turn around and see
1: you. Well obviously she's got a complete trust in Agnes this whole time which li- which leads you to wonder like how much control has she had has she had any throughout this whole show she obviously was under the illusion that she had control up until now so now you're wondering like okay how long of this how much of this has been Agnes all along um and when she goes down into the basement at the end what what is changing when she's you know taking control of her mind or whatever like you know what is she doing at that point but a lot, a lot of questions that we have yet to be answered in the next two episodes
0: and they've got two flipping episodes to do it and they've got to introduce doctor strange somehow into this i got i got to bring this
3: up too because uh, kelly was bringing this up my wife might be wife, kelly that oh if, good i
0: was thinking it was another kelly thank you
3: <laughs> i just i wanted to make sure you understood expe- specifically thank you. you um <laughs> that, if okay. i had a
0: listener for every time i've heard you say my beautiful like wife kelly we'd have enough listeners to be paid
3: we, it would be amazing um <laughs> I mean, okay um <laughs> what was that whatever episode where they flew the drone in and attacked and then she comes out of the hex um she brought up that because of this episode or the latest episode timely two together we never saw her leave the hex to come out. We just saw her come out, and we saw in this episode that Agatha, Agatha has the ability to just you know change what her appearance looks like. I'm assuming because she was came in with like a black outfit and color and just black and white thing, um, and you know f- flip the switch that she believes to you know push you know help push whatever strings she's trying to pull. She turned into. Wanda went out there and then you know basically harassed Hawthorne. The only
0: reason I wouldn't buy that is because the magic is red. Well, you didn't buy the Quicksilver, so whatever. I didn't buy a lot of stuff. Yeah, I know. Look at me. Screw me, right? Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> didn't, didn't buy I Dormammu. Had a, whatever, I had a man. crazy opinion, and everybody else had it, but I'm the one that gets blasted because it's me. You're the scapegoat of the Infinity Bros. I totally am the scapegoat of the Infinity Bros. <laughs> and I'm cool with it. And yes,
3: th- that was my thought too. Was like, well, it's. Red, but like, is she able to mask?
0: Well, maybe she's controlling her. Maybe, maybe, maybe to like speak to what you're saying. Maybe it's both. Maybe she is controlling Wanda ex- to do exactly what she did.
3: Because like, why did she come out of the hex? I didn't even think about this. Like in her Avengers outfit. Great point.
0: I I think I think it was Wanda because I think that's what Wanda goes into it. Zane, we haven't heard from you in a while. Billy can't read Agnes's thoughts. Do you? What do you think is going on with these two kids? Do you think? Like what is what is the end game here pun intended again for Agnes with this? Like what what do you want? Does she want to use them to better her agenda? Does she want to absorb magic from them? What are you seeing with this? And obviously there's House of M and Avengers disassembled and other storylines that line up with it in the comics, but like what are you what are you seeing right now from your perspective Oh man, like there's just so much They can do from that. And then,
2: like, with, you know, how much Agatha has been controlling, like, as she just made the twins for her own purposes. Like, were they kind of her creations all along? And I know, like, if you go comics that they have, you know, the shards of Mephisto's soul and all that stuff. But, like, I don't feel like they're going to go that route. I think they got introduced because she's going to need something to try to have more control over Wanda, and I still think that, that you're still going to get the the snap moment because something's going to happen to those two. Or, like, I think that's what's going to, in a big final battle or whatever, if you will, that it's going to be something happening to the two boys, and that's when Wanda snaps. And that's what I can see. And that's what M-Day is? Yeah, and then it snaps, loses control, and then the hex goes it covers the world, or covers, you know, it just she no longer has control over it, and the hex just spreads everywhere. Like it's no longer just a contained thing. That's kind of my working theory on that.
0: Yeah, I um, I didn't ask AJ that because I was like, oh man, he I don't think he's thought about this, but like, because that's a question Mark and I have had. Like this hex, I I've I've got to believe that episode nine is the is the threat of this hex expanding. Right, like that to me feels like a strong end game. Wanda and Vision both pick up on it. Photon picks up on it. Sword people pick up on it. We see like Jimmy Woo become part of the stuff. Maybe he like, maybe that's how they get an office cameo in with him. You know, something like that. I don't know, but like, I'm just I'm just sensing that that's a good way to put it. I, I it would not with what Marvel does. Wouldn't that be something if the Hex takes over America? and and falcon and winter soldier is them in the hex and part of the reason all the craziness is happening is because of that I, I i don't think that's what it's going to be but that is not beneath marvel to do that and it certainly isn't beneath marvel to go hey we're going to fix it using the loki show that's pretty deep in the weeds i love
3: it but i'm still i'm still i'm still not going to buy it i'm still not going to buy it I, I just feel like winter soldier and falcon is in is not going to be in the I hex i agree I but don't think Zane that. said the hex covers the world. I instantly thought the two people that are not going to be affected for some reason. They're like together hanging out is Ant-Man and Dr. Strange. And that's what multiverse of madness is, is Ant-Man and Dr. Strange teaming up to solve all this stuff going right
2: there. to realign
3: the universe or to reality. Needing both. Yep. Needing to, you know, jump into reality with Dr. Strange and going into the quantum realm for some reason with Ant-Man.
2: Right, because, yeah, even the movie's going to be, you know, the multiverse of madness. Well, yeah. what if so, that's, like The madness is I, I think
3: that's how it's got to end. Like, you, I think the big reveal at the end is... It's not your Luke Skywalker moment. But I just think, like, it has... This series has to end somehow with Doctor Strange showing up. Because, ori- like, I've said this before on the podcast. Originally, this movie... This show was supposed to be slated to happen right before... Like, before the release of... Doctor Strange. So, like, the audience was supposed to watch it. So then the sequel to the ninth episode, the tenth episode, is Doctor Strange. Yeah, the
0: Strange. timeline was fuzzy. Like, we didn't... I think you, you've you implied it's, like, the next week. But I don't think yeah. it was that. I think it was, like, sometime in the next couple months. But, like, you're right. Sure, yeah. but that's still, that's still pretty soon. That's still fresh off of the finishing of the series. So by the time you saw this movie, you probably
3: rewatched it two or three times. I, I agree.
0: I think the two things we all knew that were going to happen, aside from, like, casting and, like, them saying this is this person, is... We knew that Agatha Harkness was going to be Agnes. That just was too easy, and Marvel wasn't like denying it. Softball, the the softball. That was the softball. But the <laughs> second one was that Doctor Strange is going to be in this series finale. If Doctor Strange doesn't show up episode nine in at least a post credit scene, wow. I mean, like, but but I, I'm with you guys. I'll feel the same way of not getting the. Did they already confirm
1: that though? I thought they already confirmed that Benedict Cumberbatch was going to.
3: Well, Kevin Feige also told us the last three episodes are gonna be an hour. So unless there's a secret tenth episode that's gonna be an hour long. They've also that confirmed that's not true because lied. the
0: scheduling for Disney Plus has the following week being the behind the scenes. So that's not gonna be a tenth episode. I would love it, Mark, if there was a tenth what episode. What if the behind the scenes episode is an episode of Audivision? I would love it. I I'm palm to the sky. I think it's a brilliant idea. I think it'd be great. Do I think it's gonna happen? Absolutely not. The thing that I think you guys are misinterpreting here for <laughs> me is Mark. Not. I disagree with you, but I would love it just as much as you would. I don't think logically it's going to happen.
3: Or that's why I meant with like what you with your explanation of what you think. Like I I would be satisfied either way your 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 theory of it, Isaac's theory of it, Zane's theory of it, it just throw me a solid right, theory. Right. Yeah. Or does it doesn't have to be solid. You could just be like pulling out of the weeds. I'm like, I'm all for that too.
0: I mean, it's it's clearly the direction you're going.
3: It's more content I get
1: to see.
0: Yeah, I'm with uh, Agatha. It was Agatha all along. We talked about this song with AJ.
1: It was Agatha all along.
0: Like, this is the best part of the show. This is the best part of the episode by a mile to me. This is so, so good. good. This is so clever. It's smart.
1: And it fit Catherine Hahn perfectly.
0: She's a villain you respect because you're like, oh, man, she can take over Wanda's mind. That's scary. That's a scary thought. Um, I really, really enjoyed this. And I think, I th- again, I knew it happened, but I still even said out loud in my house, I was like, oh, wow, they did it. That's her. She's Agatha Harkness. like, that's a big deal. That's a big comic book character to come to screen, Zane.
2: Yeah, yeah. No. like it. Um, definitely not like a a common or super well known, but when you get into the, you know, a lot of like the magic and you're getting into multiverse stuff, like that's, that's a good character to introduce because there's a lot you can do with that. Mark,
0: I think Avengers disassembled is totally coming down the pike. I talked about this three weeks ago and I texted Jared about it and I I'm pretty firm in the camp that disassembled is more on the table than people think. And I, I think that could be the next thing, and then House of M could be after the X Men Enter. Like I think Disassembled is a very real possibility down the line, and then they just branch into TV shows and movies about individual heroes, and say no Avengers at all, just because. Just because this is like it's all lining up for that. In that line, Wanda destroys the Avengers internally, kills Vision. Uh, uh, Hulk kill- she Hulk kills Vision she kills ant-man she kill i'm sorry she kills um uh yellow jacket and then she kills uh uh dog on hawkeye so i just i i think disassembled is definitely coming on the table right now and that's a pretty doggone big run that i believe bendis wrote that um i just I, th- there's a lot of stuff here that i'm like they're pulling from a hundred things they're pulling from so many different movies. Uh, book, comic book, excuse me. What what do we think the book is? Do we think that's the Darkhold? Or, Mark, are you in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. camp where it's like, it's already been done, can't do it, they're going to go a different route with it?
2: I went down a rabbit hole on this, and I don't think it's the Darkhold. I think it's the Necronomicon.
0: Go, go on.
2: <laughs> okay. So, so, the Necronomicon in Marvel, it's... um. It's taken, it's like a piece of the Darkhold. So the, it's based on the writings of, I don't know how to pronounce it, like Ryla. It's an ancient city that was way beyond the, the ones, the very old beings. And this is why my sleeper hit for the big bad is Shumagorath. But that's, Holy moly. Beside, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a sleeper. the point.
3: <laughs> Deep in the in the pool of toys to play with Zayn reached the bottom Grabbed it, brought it out upon us And we all
2: bowed down no, Well, the reason why Because, okay, so Shumagorath it Was one of the top of the old ones The other person with Shumagorath is Cathan. Kathon wrote the Necronomicon Kathan also Wants to possess Scarlet Witch He wants to use her body to re-manifest Himself into the world That's kind of where that comes from but anyways so on my deep dive of the necronomicon as you're reading through and you can look this up on the marvel wiki page there's a little excerpt if you will that says of like people who have had the necronomicon and one of them is a man named ralph halley and and what's really interesting about this was ralph halley it was a really side I think the thing was called adventure detective comics or something like that. And it was just a bunch of little one shot comic books or little mystery stuff. And in this little mystery series, I don't even remember who wrote it. Basically it's about, a, a an older lady who got married. She comes to a doctor and says, I think my husband's been practicing dark magic. And I think he's been turning himself into a mouse is what is in this comic. And he's been using that to scare me. and. So the doctor's like, well, that can't be a thing. And then in one of the slides of that, you see a book he has, and it's the, the Necronomicon of how he's practicing this dark magic. And then the whole, it's like four panels. It ends up dying. They find his dead body with his neck snapped. And when they move his body, they find a mousetrap under him, a sprung mousetrap. And so I saw that and I was like, well, we haven't seen Ralph you know agnes's husband the whole time and now you have this thing of someone who could he be a bunny? Who, could he
0: be the bunny could he be it, the lobsters could all be the animals the bunny? He, but see
2: that next
0: right because
2: ralph he was using the power of the necronomicon to turn himself into things and so i read that and i was like it it, it was just weird because it was like it it, it, it to me, it couldn't have been necessarily coincidence because they're specifically using the name Ralph, and this was just a way-off shoot, a comic from, like, the 60s on just something that Marvel... I don't even think it was technically Marvel. I think it was just some sub company of Marvel did. And that's why it's leading me towards this being the Necronomicon. And... Because I was like... That is... It's that eerily... Is indeed a deep dive. Saying this is the type of... This is the type of crap that I
3: devour. Right. <laughs> I I am everything. I have just pushed everything off the table, the metaphorical table, and now I am eating what Zane is serving me.
1: <laughs> you get. You guys are gonna have to take a little bit more time to wiki stuff because Zane is Zane is an expert Googler, so he did all this really quick, but it's it's gonna take you guys a little bit more time we, to. Look we all
0: we up. we have literally Isaac. How long have we been on this right now? How long have we been recording? <laughs>
1: Uh, like an hour
0: and a half, dude. We are like we have to end this show. My gosh, we <laughs> We're still go, talking right, we're about one right. Division. Let's go through the last oh questions, then we will jump to the top five. Um, here we go. Is Evan Peters Pietro? Isaac. I think he is. Uh, okay. Here, here's
1: where for, for I will... correction
0: for those that are just forgetting the question. It's is he Pietro from X Men? I think
1: he is. At least his body is. Maybe he is being possessed by somebody of. Agnes's control. I'm not sure about that. Um, I just don't see why you would bring Evan Peters into this series and not connect it to the X-Men's. And you've somehow. held that for about a month. You've thought that for about a month. Right. I still do. I still do. And I think because we kind of like were through for a loop the last episode when he basically described being shot to death, which is what happened in the MCU, but he had like some odd differences from being shot to death. How it happened in the MCU, and I don't know, you guys. I listened to the episode that you guys made last week, and my, my thing is, why? If it's not, if it has nothing to do with the X Men universe, why wouldn't they just bring back Aaron Tyler Johnson? I agree to play. Like, it doesn't make any sense to bring in Evan Peters. They could have just brought him back because if he were dead in a different multiverse, why can't you just bring back this guy who's been dead for five years or whatever? Like, that that makes no I, sense. I'm with
0: you, I'm with you So I think it connects Isaac, somehow. I also think now that we've seen Agatha controlling him from behind the scenes, I think that gives even more credence to that they pulled him from a different reality. I think the Nexus commercial really confirms that he's coming from another reality.
1: Right. That's why some of those details were a little, like, odd and weren't, completely correct and that's why she that's why i think wanda has been so confused around pietro because like she he's telling her things that she doesn't remember or she doesn't recognize and that could be just because he i mean he obviously is trying to play that part but he doesn't know everything so uh but yeah i think it connects somehow like there's no reason why they would bring back i think there's no question we're getting a sweet
0: dreams moment by the end of the season I think episode nine, we're getting a down. sweet dreams moment where down. nobody's moving and he's running around to everybody. I'd be down. I totally I'd think that's oh my gosh, in the X Men universe. I wet my pants. I I'm legit I'm serious. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think they're gonna do it, and I I think he might stay in their universe too. I think there might not be a way for him to go back, and that's partly why Wanda goes and helps him with Doctor Strange just to get him back. And then he becomes the quicksilver of our world. Zane Zayn and Mark. All right. Well, I'm actually surprised that you agreed with me, Max, because you were well, not on that this train episode, last it was, week or I two mean, weeks she's ago. She's controlling him, so it's like yeah. it, the evidence changes week to week. People, I'm going to change my mind. I'm one of those people. I'm not going to hold to it just because I want to.
1: Well, no, and and it's and I'm I'm glad you're like able to just change direction because there's no way that we could have watched the first two or three episodes and nailed anything in the change. show. We like even now. On episode seven, we're still like, have no idea what's going on. We're still putting forth all these conspiracy theories and like saying what could be, but we still don't know. We still don't know. We could all of this could be like
0: completely gobbledygook, right?
3: I want to make a stand and say, I
0: declared Evan Peterson to be. You did, Christmas and over. you and Isaac both said that, that would be. I will him. die on that hill. But, but, but again, Mark, like, like you're. We, we pay attention to, to those things Mark
3: heads off of
0: the non-believers. <laughs> but Mark we pay attention to those things other <laughs> normal people don't pay attention to those things normal people who are watching this show didn't know that he was going to be in this show that was like a sideswipe to them like it was a sideswipe to us that he showed up but part of us knew that he would show up eventually because we just know and we follow these casting rumors and things like that. I'm just saying like yeah yeah you called that but you had a little piece of information that other people didn't. Right. Well,
1: I think we all knew it was coming at some point that the X-Men or the X-Men universe would somehow get meshed into the MCU, but we just had no idea when it was going to happen. So that's why it was such a
0: huge deal when it finally did happen. It, and, I think it was the was it, timing of when it five? happened. It's not that it happened. It's 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 happened like wow, that was quick. X-Men just showed up. Exactly. Zane Zane and Mark uh, is Evan, look, we're going to go quick now. We got to uh, we got to move quick. Is is he X-Men Pietro? Yes or no?
2: I don't think yes. so.
0: Mark is with us. Zane says no. Zane, real quick thoughts. Why not?
2: Um, I just it. There's just something about it. Like just the way it's set up. There's too many seeming questions that I think it's going to be another twist.
0: Uh, is the fly or I'm sorry, is the cicada a representation? <laughs> uh, is is that Mephisto? Is that Mephisto? I'm saying yes. I don't think so. Zane says no. Mark. No. Oh, I, insane.
3: I, as much, as much as I want both to happen, either, I'm just going to say no. I think it's a right. That's here. fine. I'll, I'll speak Isaac. with it. Be quick.
1: Oh boy. This is a hard one. Cause I don't really have any solid opinion one way or the other. I'll say yes. Why um, would you show the shot? But it makes no sense to show the shot. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's kind of the same deal. Like, I don't know. It's important somehow. And I don't see who else or what else it could be. So. Sure, let's
0: go. Do we all agree that the hex is going to grow again? I think we all are kind of on the same page. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's that's going to be a huge thing happening. Will we see mutants by episode nine? We already have. Mark's argument is they've already been introduced. I'm saying, I'm going to say no. I said yes. But I just think they're running out of track. I don't. I think they got a lot of things they got to get done, and I don't think this is. I
2: think they're gonna leave it very open ended. I agree. That's where I, I, I think.
3: think. <laughs> unless we get that secret 10th. Yeah. Ten yeah. Ten well, yeah. Well, maybe I we'll so get the to secret
0: 11th through 15th episode too. You know, maybe maybe Falcon oh, and Winter Soldier just is Wandavision season two.
3: Oh my oh. god, that would be insane. That would be the biggest oh. swerve be... of like oh,
1: <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Mackie oh, you and know. them
0: just got paid to, oh, to do gosh. a couple commercials.
1: They're not even in it. <laughs> 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 oh my oh gosh,
0: my gosh. what is amazing. hayward's plan right now we briefly touched on him but do we have any idea of what he's trying to plan
3: i think he wants oh, you want to hear a deep dive from me i think <laughs> I hayward is trying to bring back ultron i think ultron it wasn't completely destroyed just like jarvis was able
1: to hide himself i believe he was trying i th- i heard a conspiracy theory on tiktok that hayward is actually ultron
3: I was gonna. And, I was gonna get there. <laughs> Go on, because I'm all he's, in on this. He's
1: trying to get vision, obviously for for obvious reasons, so he could probably enhance I, his well, body. Well, and it's assume. it's on
0: for but, whatever reason. I don't know where the source is, but on IMDb, Spader is credited as Ultron in this series. I don't know how he's on there. I don't know why he's on there. When you Google this show, he pops up on the list of cast. So. It's not out of the realm of possibility. I, it, that's like a toss-up to me. It could go either way. I just like I'm trying to wrap my head around what that means. I, I think what's going to happen is the hex is going to grow and Hayward is going to become Grim Reaper. That's what I think is going to happen. I think he'll be Grim Reaper and then they'll kill him and that'll get the audience all excited that somebody died, because it's going to be hard to kill Agatha Harkness. I think, but. If we take the Robbie approach with all this Or
3: Agatha kills the twins.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah, exactly. I think I think that's kind of that would make a lot of sense and check a lot of boxes they need to check. Man, we didn't we didn't even really get into it, but um
1: I kinda have like a mild feeling that that Agatha is still kind of on Yeah, I on Wanda's side I think I do so too. I don't know I don't know how that's gonna work out, but I I, I don't know. For some reason my gut is telling me that
2: She's still trying to look out for Wanda. Because I've I've actually, to echo on that, I've been having this feeling of the reason why she's been controlling things is because they can't trust Wanda because she's going to go completely out of control. And so she's in there doing all this stuff to placate her, to not get her mad. Because look at her, anytime there's stuff that upset her or question the outside status quo, she would come in yeah, to stop it. she was it.
1: in there helping so, fix things.
2: Part yeah. of me, that's why I, I kind of agree with that. Like, I think she's... Trying to keep her contained, not necessarily in a villain sense, but like this I'm doing this for your own good. It makes me it sets me up to be the villain, but I'm doing this for your own good because you can't do this. This right episode now. or someone else. I, I think else we're
0: reading, re- Hold on Mark. I you you going about Doc. No. I just would add, I would say I got I got I, I know, back I know, that. just one sec. Just one sec. <laughs> I think none of this is I I would take a different approach to this. I think right now she's the villain. I think in her mind she thinks she's the villain because she's being controlled by some greater force. I think by the end of the season we're going to see her be start to release by this. Or maybe in Doctor Strange we see her release from it. And then she becomes more of a mentor role behind the scenes. Obviously in the comics she dies and still talks to Wanda in the afterlife. So they could do that as well with this. And maybe that's the route she takes. But that's, I think she's bad right now and I think this episode air quotes confirms that confirmations are loose in the show go ahead mark
3: all right to like just really solidify what zane said um in like in tv shows movies in the marvel universe especially i've done this where you get a little foreshadowing of something in the beginning of it you know of the movie or episode and that kind of plays out in the end uh monica says like this whole like how to actually how we should actually handle wanda to hayward and hayward's like no he kiboshes it and that, I think, brings back. I think Agatha is doing that. She's allowing. She knows she needs to solve this problem. And I think she she's going about that route about hey we got to come calm this down we got to calm Wanda down to save everybody. So,
0: I think you I think you guys are giving too much credit to her, but that's just my opinion. Uh, who is Ralph? I'll go ahead and start us off. It's Mephisto.
3: Well, you, you know what I think. I think it's now. Mephisto.
0: So there we go. <laughs> Zane, you think it's the, uh, I don't even remember the name of the book.
1: <laughs> Some random Ralph guy from whatever rabbit hole that you went
2: down. No, So it's, yeah, definitely the rabbit hole. But my thoughts is either what if Ralph is like his soul is like caught in the book? What if the book in a way is Ralph and or Mephisto has Ralph's soul?
0: And that's why Agatha's doing this. Convoluted, but we'll take it. We'll take it, right? Like, hey, Good answer. If this was Family Feud, I'd say good answer and start clapping. <laughs> I want you to know that I'd be I'd support you. I'm, I'm gonna go with Zane. I'm on Zane's side there. Okay, Isaac. Sure. We'll Isaacs say the book is Ralph. Mark, go ahead. We're in the weeds. We're searching. What oh what what, what conspiracy theory are we taking now?
3: Well, it depends. Sometimes Ralph has been associated with you know the devil, so that that's like another play on words. We got what you know. We brought up with the Necronomicon. We brought up with Zane and Isaac's pity backing on what if ralph is just just a regular dude i would love that
1: <laughs> he's just like chilling in the basement watching tv or yeah something. like
3: he sees everything that's going on but like he lives with her and it's like his wife he's just like i love her and like that's all it is
0: ralph, yeah, it's like that's the comedy part really of great but she's acting really weird and everyone's like going in black yeah. and weird outside but I'm, I'm i'm dealing with it i'm working with it and
3: that's the aerospace engineer. It's John Krasinski. Reed Richards. He turns into Mister <laughs> Fantastic. Boom! Fantastic Four. Uh, Ralph is is Bruce Wayne. Well, no, that, that would be too deep of a multiverse for you. And Optimus Prime. And Optimus Prime. Oh my. And and, and He Man. <laughs>
0: um, let's uh, we, that's a lot of Wandavision talk. And every episode we get a little more in, but I'm, we can't help it. And the reason you're listening right now <laughs> is probably back because episode of Wandavision
3: eight for the three hour episode. Yeah, who
0: cares? Uh, let's keep the conversation going, okay? Head on over to our Discord channel. I'll include a link in our show notes to that. You can check us out on theinfinitybros.com. Head over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Reach out to us. We'd love to keep the conversation going with you. Let's head over to the top five. The We're going in three. Infinity Bros Two, top three. five One. list starts now. This week we wanted to talk about the top five origin stories, given that Photon had an origin story. So we're going to do top five origin stories. We'll start with our honorable mentions and any honorable mentions. My
2: honorable mentions are Venom and Batman.
0: Cool. Thanks, Zane. Anytime. AJ comes on and Zane has honorable mentions. How about that? (laughs) How about that, Zane? Mark, there's no charity. I'm assuming you don't have any honorable mentions. That is correct. All right, number five. We'll start with you, Mark.
3: The, I'm now I'm blank. I didn't write it down, but I have it in my head. Um, How Tim Allen becomes Santa Claus? (laughs)
0: What's that? I thought we were just doing comic books. Is this any character?
3: You like I told you if you don't specify if you don't specify. That's a good point. What you exactly what (laughs) you want? Honestly, Mark, the Tim Allen Santa Claus stories
0: is a great origin story. I'm not mad about it. I really like it. i all
3: the way. Is
0: that- Not only will I allow it, I'm considering changing my list. Go on. <laughs> I gotta come
3: back, come back to me. I'll find the name of the movie. The Santa um, Claus. That's I what know. the movie's called. That's- is it? Is the Santa? Oh, is yes, it's called? Jiggle Santa all the way. So the, the is is the? How do I jiggle all the way in my mind? Because that's the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what? Is, is
0: the Santa Claus? Are you messing with me right now? Am I being punked? No, oh, man. I was
3: just forgetting. <laughs>
0: I went, like, all comic <laughs> book characters on this, so I feel like a total Dodo Same. or whatever. Same. Oh, good. Mark's the only one. Zane, you go ahead and go to number five. My number five
2: is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: I don't think there's a more overrated superhero group in the history of people wow, than okay. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, Max. I, I, cannot, I, I just don't get the infatuation of the TMNT. Cause they're teenage mutant ninja turtles,
2: and they
3: eat pizza, Max.
2: And they eat pizza and ride skateboards. And
0: they have a ride at Mall of America. And he raised them. And, and they it, fight the foot. And, and They've they been in like fifty different renditions shredder. of cartoon shows. And and they had a really crappy '80s and '90s movie. And well, okay. Oh, okay, 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 guys. They had a crossover with Batman one time. And they had a crossover with the Power Rangers, in <laughs> Power Rangers. And Batman in space, and and oh. and and the Justice League, and the Justice League.
3: J.K. That I'm thinking of Power Rangers. mean, I, I got I got the Power
0: Rangers in space episode where the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles come on is one of the worst Power Rangers episodes of all time. <laughs> Pure hatred, Zane. I <laughs> nobody's wrong on our show, Zane. But you're making a strong argument for me to philosophically change my <laughs> thought process. <laughs> Number five for me is Captain America, and if you don't like it, you hate America. Go ahead, Isaac.
1: My number five, uh, in light of of Marx, is uh, Ronald McDonald.
0: <laughs> what is his origin story? I'm what? not familiar. Can you help me his I know. I'm just kidding. Did he get I have no bit idea. by a radioactive clown? <laughs> <laughs> a radioactive clown. It's like if an Eli Roth movie ended with a happy ending. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's terrifying.
1: <laughs> Uh, no, my my number five is Batman. It's iconic. It's it's hard not to put up there on an origin story list. Number four, Mark
3: Hannibal Lecter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Oh
2: man. Great I love Mark's list. Great
1: stuff. Well, Mark, I'll tell you after this
0: episode, we needed your list. We needed it. We needed that last little power surge. Uh Z, number four.
2: Mark is the Andy's mint of our. Seriously.
0: Right my gosh. Was, <laughs> after a big old pop what is it like a little wafer. Gun, you get you get that little Andy's mint and it just makes you feel nice and warm in your tummy.
2: Nice and refreshed. Uh my number four is Broly from the
0: Dragon Ball Z universe. Okay. Alright. I like that actually. That's a callback too. A lot of people don't know that character. That's true. I like that. It's good, good call. A uh, number four for me is Ghost Rider. I think Ghost Rider's got a sweet origin Whoa. story.
1: That is a good one. Uh, I was considering putting.
0: That yeah, one. I I really like that one, and it there's tons of different eras of Ghost Riders too. Zane knows way more about Ghost Rider than me. I'm not gonna pretend that I know a ton about Ghost Rider. Love it. But I I thoroughly <laughs> enjoy that that origin story, and uh, yeah, and I specifically like the Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider. Heck yeah, story. bud. For Isaac, I knew he was coming on, so I needed to make sure I did that. N- uh
1: number four, Isaac. Uh, my number four is Captain Marvel. Not the lady captain marvel but shazam uh i just think it's really cool that he as a child um becomes a awesome superhero uh and it kind of is like i think this this latest movie too did a really great job of like drawing like obviously kids like superheroes but they're able to place themselves in his shoes better than say you know superman or batman who are adults who deal with adult issues like billy's a kid and he deals with kid issues, so I think that's really cool.
0: Hmm. Number three, Mark.
1: Wow. Okay. Zero. zero well, I don't comments. know. What, what do you want us to
0: say? Hey, well, Isaac. Number I... four is really great. You're the best pick at number four. I, I love heard. it. Thanks, man. He's my, fa- he's my favorite TC. hero. Appreciate it,
2: Isaac. We aren't your wife. We aren't here to just affirm yeah. you and everything you yeah. say. <laughs>
0: sometimes you sometimes you get taken out behind the woodshed and you get beaten up a little bit, like Zane with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: Well, I was actually I was actually looking for something bad that somebody was gonna say about it, but
0: Yeah, Shazam Wales, I just thought it was a little rude how you kind of attacked Captain Marvel slightly in the Marvel universe with it, but it's fine. It's a good movie. Well, I mean, DC's I mean, Captain Marvel was, Captain was Marvel like, Marvel first, I don't care if so. it was first. I didn't like the tone at which you said it. You wanted negative feedback, here's your negative feedback. Oh, okay. I don't like your feedback. Well, Mark, why don't you go number oh, three okay. then? All right. I want your number three, yeah. Not your number four, not your number two, your number
3: three.
1: (laughs) It's Willy Wonka. (laughs) 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 This is the best top five we've ever done. Just Mark's, not ours. Ours are. (laughs) What is his origin story?
0: Like none of these people have origin story. I mean, the Santa Claus is like an origin story. Read a book or watch a movie, bro. Read a book about about. Okay, yeah, you're right. Willy Wonka is a, is in a book. You're right. The Johnny
3: Depp Willy Wonka. We get we get a little throwback the to when he Johnny was a boy. Johnny
0: Depp Willy Wonka. <laughs> First it's of all, we're not even gonna reference Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. We're gonna reference Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka. Come on, Mark. There's the negative feedback.
3: I do I, in, the, in, in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, did you see his origin story there, Max? Can I reference an origin story there? No. Read a book. Read a book and read the definition of an origin,
0: because that was not the origin. That was
3: that was Act Three of his life. Okay, I'll read a book.
0: Zane, number three. (laughs) (laughs) My number three is The Punisher. Very heavy, but very good. Makes the character that much stronger and better. Uh, number three is Iron Man, for me, and I'm specifically pulling from the movie. Because not all of it aligns in the comics as well. I'd say I like the I like the movie storyline, and I think his origin is has become in cinema iconic. So go ahead, Isaac.
1: Hmm, true. My number three is Captain America. <clears throat> I mean, he's got an awesome, inspirational story. Um, there's nothing cooler than watching the weak kid become the big, strong guy who's gonna protect everybody. So. Love Captain America,
0: Mark number two.
3: Are you sure you want it?
0: <laughs> I, I I don't. I am not sure. I'm that so I'm ready, ready for a mark. Up.
3: Cat dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
0: Horrifies me to the stage. Are
3: you? So are you just like
0: googling like a random character and you're just like pumping it out? Is that how you did this? Oh my gosh. Do you, Do you
3: see? Is there a phone in my hands?
0: Cat dog is a firm three out of six. <laughs> very firm (laughs) middle of the pack at best (laughs) all right uh zane number three i'm sorry number two number two my number two is ghost rider fantastic nice let's go zane let's go isaac uh i'll go number two then um my number two belongs to magneto I like Magneto's storyline. I like his connection to history. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know how the MCU in particular is going to do that. Like he's going to have to be a he's going to have to be a survivor of the Holocaust, I think. It's still in this universe. I still think they can make that character young enough to do it. So, yeah. Go ahead, Isaac.
1: My number 2 is the Fantastic 4. I think uh America's First Family is a really cool way to kick off the whatever silver age of the comics uh and man yeah it's it's just an iconic story and i hope they get it right with the mcu i i have faith that they can get it right but uh i honestly i liked the origin story that they um that they made with the first fantastic four movie it just kind of suffered from being a very early superhero movie so uh but yeah fantastic four iconic again
0: uh mark number
3: 1 uh mine's doctor manhattan
1: that's a good one
0: that actually I... is a serious one there you go
3: all of them are serious. Yeah. I kind of I Googled that up too. <laughs> oh
0: my I love that cat dog is number two. I love that cat dog was ahead of the other. Like the Santa Claus is number five. Tim Allen's Santa Claus, by the way, not just Santa Claus, Tim Allen's specifically. Specific Santa Claus. <laughs> yep. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. All right okay. But Dr. Mahan's my number one. All right. There you go. Zane number one.
2: Uh, my number one is Spider-Man. About as classic as an origin story as you can come. It just it hits home to me. You like seeing yeah, uncles I'd, pass away. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it. I think it goes back to that was the first comic book I'd started reading. That was the first comic book movie. Like a lot of nostalgia there, and just just the whole story of it of the kid struggling to put stuff together. The with great power comes great responsibility. Like it just all of it it's a very strong origin story
0: number one for me is superman it just aligns too much with the messiah gospel proclamation a little bit uh i again mark and i have said we've touted this on this show i still think Zack snyder fully understands that more than any other person and so his origin story is unparalleled in my opinion so isaac
1: mine is spider-man as well i mean uh like you said, Zane, with great power comes great responsibility. It's a great personal story um, and I mean, the driving factor in Spider-Man's whole motivation becomes guilt for like the rest of his life basically. And yeah, it's just, I mean, it's iconic it's its one of the best superhero origins out there, even though it's been done many, many times. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think there's a better one out there than Spider-Man's origin story. It's a good one.
3: Isaac, are you excited to watch Uncle Ben die three times in Spider-Man oh, 3? I can't
1: wait. Far from Ben. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. We're going to see all the Uncle Bens. Maybe they'll just round them all up in one place <laughs> and get it <them> all over. <laughs> to kill them all. So, so bones suck <laughs> and destroy them all. I got you for three minutes.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, That's
1: brilliant. Oh, man. It's like the, the crazy stuff going around with Spider-Man 3, man. I'm, I'm super excited to see what's happening in that movie. It is. It is. There's so many things going into it. WandaVision and Doctor Strange two and whew, man, it's gonna be crazy. Do you remember when we when we were scared
3: as a, a group when we there were talks where Disney and Sony aren't gonna do Spider Man three together and we were like, no, that's impossible. And then Kevin Feige worked his way in and
1: basically worked did, his magic.
3: Did like a like a trade destroy on another team where you just you just swiped all their picks and you gave them. um...
0: Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah. Tons of build up for Jared Goff. Yeah, I I feel bad for Tom Holland. I feel bad for him because he just can't keep his, his mouth shut. And they're asking him over and over and over what it's like to work with Garfield and and um McGuire. And you you know he's already worked, you know he's worked with them you know they're doing stuff oh yeah and you know it's pretty much like all done because there's been so many reports and rumors about it but that stupid stupid young 20 year old kid is out there just like bold face lying to people and he he feels terrible about it you can just tell well it's in their blood kevin feige already lied to us kevin feige's on another (laughs) level of lying
3: you'll let kevin feige lie to you uh yeah to get what i've been getting
0: yeah I, i i will yeah you're right (laughs) good point i mean it's an hour long no it's not it's 30 minutes (laughs) screw you i'll see you next week (sighs) yeah it's it's bad so keep the conversation going with us uh let us know what you think about our top five Where, where did we get it right where did mark get it terribly wrong um let us know or vice versa or mark um or max or mark TheInfinityBros.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You check us out on Twitch. I, I didn't really talk about Twitch earlier. We've been doing some seriously great things. Robbie's been playing some serious Valheim on there, which I would like the group to know because I'm not the biggest video game guy. I actually think that game looks pretty sweet. He's
1: cranking out the content, dude.
0: The Viking theme looks pretty sweet. I'm interested to take a peek at it and give it a shot at it. My uh, paternity leaves ending for me, so I'm going to actually be probably next week or the week after diving into some Kingdom Hearts streams, so you'll definitely want to avoid that at all costs on our, on our Twitch. And uh, <laughs> But check us out. Make sure you swing by and say hey. Keep the conversation going. We'd love to hang out with you. Isaac, thanks for coming on, man. It was fun having you.
1: It has been a pleasure.
0: Zane, I'm proud of you for not geeking too hard over AJ Mansour being here. Thank you for coming back.
2: Thank you. I did my very
0: best. We'll see you in July, okay? Mark, uh, <laughs> thanks again for coming on. You're the best, man.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, thanks. Wow. Like a two max. I'm glad we were able to stretch
3: this one episode to almost two hours and fifteen minutes. I know this is literally only a <laughs> one. Good luck we editing. Had, I, I'm telling you, we <laughs> had
0: probably another hour and a half worth of content to get to that we've just scrapped. Oh yeah, oh, easily, absolutely. We have to, we'll have to talk about it next week. So, well as always, we thank you as well, Infinity Bros Universe, wherever you listened, however you listen. Thanks for making us part of your day. Uh, we love you three thousand. We will see you soon. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.